0: So 313 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. Joining me, I have a new co-host. His name is Josh Langford. Uh, you've never heard him on the show before, and he decided to join us. Hi, Josh. Hi. Now I don't know if you know how to do this podcasting thing, but we'll you know we'll put the training wheels on for you and you know ease you into see. it.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is that right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only for on another podcast. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, yeah, regular show finally, although we are recording this on Saturday, the day before Easter, because uh, you know we've got Easter stuff going on, and I actually have some commitments on Monday that I uh, couldn't do our regular uh, recording night, so we might be a little off on our information since I'm still not going to be releasing this until Tuesday, so we won't be as timely this week, but I think we'll still have some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, no new releases this week, but we got some news items, what we're playing and watching... Josh's review of Tiger Woods PGA Tour 14, a bunch of emails. We're, we're going to catch up on those emails this week and uh, talk about some other stuff and junk. So It always looks sh- like it's going to be short on the agenda, but I have a feeling this is going to be bad. Because you and I haven't talked for two weeks. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> I mean, there's been little little discussions here and there, but yeah, we've been on radio silence for a while. I was afraid to talk to Josh because I thought there's still that outside chance that even if he's not at MGC, he's going to quit.
1: Well, that was the plan. Damn you!
0: So, I did actually have a couple of people walk up to me and, like, in all seriousness thought that, so is Josh
2: quitting?
1: like, no! (laughs) I hope he did. Well, dude, you drew drew the short straw. You have to stay. I'm a lucky one. I was allowed to leave. (laughs) That's... The way it was supposed to work. I don't know what I'm doing uh, here. Oh, I don't know either.
0: I think you lost a bet. <laughs> That's the excuse I'm going to use. <clears throat> so, well, no new releases, but um, I don't know. On. I mean, no. Well, I think there's going to be some PSM stuff, but we don't have the PSN releases for uh, the 9th yet because we're over a week out. But no PS3, no novita, as far as GameStop is concerned. So I'm sure there is something. I'm sure that you're going to go click it away on Amazon
1: and it'll be there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wait, what What week are we looking at? Uh, uh, April 9th. April 9th? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, huh.
0: Nothing, yeah, nothing, is it? Yeah, nothing. So enjoy the, uh, that backlog that you've got for a week, folks. Wow. God knows I need to. How
1: about
2: that?
0: Yeah, my uh, my cheap copy of Tomb Raider showed up yesterday, so now that I'm finishing yeah. up God of War, I can maybe crack that open. Yeah. Hearing good things. Hearing good things. So we shall see. Or I might just go pick up Bioshock Infinite. I don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's get to the news, because there's a lot of stuff going on uh, this last week. A lot of stuff, actually, because the GDC was going on. Uh, For those who don't know what GDC is, it's the Game Developers Conference concert. It's the Game Developers Concert. You know, John Carmack gets up, (laughs) plays the flute. <laughs> David Jaffe on drums, you know.
1: Uh, no, it's that it's that guy with the bad mohawk, the M Night Shyamalan guy with the bad mohawk oh, and what the what do they call Ravi on drums? It was like Ravi something.
0: <laughs> it was like Ravi drums. I think they were calling him. I don't remember anymore. Yeah, the Nintendo guy. Oh boy, that guy was terrible. <laughs> so uh, speaking of bad hairdos, uh, you know, did you see the Kojima came out with that mask on?
1: No, I didn't see any of that.
0: Well, there was the whole thing that, you know, we first saw that Phantom Pain game and everybody, you know, they said that it was from uh, a different developer, like out of Sweden or something. And and I don't remember all the names and everything, but there was a name of a game developer or the game director and everything. And and I think I even figured out that night that it was actually an anagram for something in the Kojima world. And so everybody, everybody knew that Phantom Pain was going to be something Metal Gear Solid. Uh, so this week they actually revealed it, a humongous uh, gameplay trailer, a uh, multiple-minute trailer, basically showing the stuff from Ground Zeroes and from the Phantom Pain. Uh, at the time, everybody thought it was going to be one game, so it was revealed later on that there are actually going to be two games. Um, I believe both are going to be under the Metal Gear Solid V moniker. We know for a fact the Phantom Pain is, uh, and they've already said Metal Gear Solid V, I thought, for Ground Zeroes as well. Um, and one of them is a prequel to the other one. So I believe it's the Phantom Pain has been confirmed on PS3 and 360. No other systems for that. And the other uh, uh, Ground Zeroes, they haven't said any systems are confirmed yet. But everybody th- is speculating that both are going to be on PS4 and the new Xbox, at least. So it was hmm. funny, though. I think Ray flipped out when he saw the Phantom Pain for 360. He goes, great, that thing's going to come on 17 discs. He goes, they better not dumb it down for the PS3, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a valid concern. So, I mean, especially with all the MGS4 jokes going around, when they kept rumoring a 360 version, everybody would show that huge box set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it looks really looks really neat. It's um, <clears throat> the Phantom Pan, I think that they they said takes place nine years before everything, and it's a different snake. And it's also been revealed that David Hader is not going to be doing the voice, at least so far.
3: Because Kojima,
0: yeah, because Kojima, yeah, Kojima wanted to have, like, a, oh, no, I think it's like nine years after or something, but whatever. I've been trying a, to realize.
1: Is it before? Yeah, I, I saw somewhere something about, like, almost like a reboot. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And that's why he's like, oh, a new voice. That's weird.
0: I don't know. Or else they're just going to keep it secret. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's back, not like it David Hayter, Yeah, exactly.
1: That could backfire big time.
0: Yeah, I don't know because to me, at the end of that trailer, and we've got it up on the site, at the end of that trailer, it sounds like David Hayter. To me, it did because there's a right at the very end. There's the, you see Snake or one of the one of the iterations of Snake. Don't ask me to try to explain all this, all the storylines in this thing. But one of the snakes, no, and he no, says no. something and
1: explain them.
0: No, oh, God, no. <laughs> I am the last person that that follows. I, I didn't even like Metal Gear Solid Three. I barely played it, so. And here comes the hate mail. <laughs> I just didn't like Snake Eater. I couldn't get into it. But, no, I mean, it looks cool. You know, that that new Fox engine looks just gorgeous. Uh, I did like, I think it was Garnet Lee. Surprisingly, Garnet Lee said something funny. Uh, he said something on Twitter like the effect of, uh, Xbox 360s are now red-ringing just at the thought of trying to run the Fox engine. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. So, it looks neat. I mean, obviously, we're gonna have more info. They're gonna keep you know just pushing information out every month until these games come out. Uh, But yeah, it would have been nice if they said something in the trailer like it was two games because that was the most confusing part of it. Like what what the hell's going on here? And I'm excited.
1: Well, I expect that you should get it on the 360 anyway because everything's better with Kinect. (laughs) (laughs) You can sneak around your living room. You have to set up your room like one of the VR missions. <laughs> exactly. You get to sneak around, hide behind the coffee table. Mom, we got to buy a bigger house. Oh, man. I I
0: get to see them putting something in there like that just to troll 360 users. I get to see Kojima sitting in his office just laughing. <laughs> Let's see how many people actually do it. Oh, that'd be grand. So next up, uh, the the one that I was nerding out about the most, except they showed it at like two in the morning my time, so I waited until the next morning. But uh, relatively long video uh, showing gameplay from Battlefield Four at GDC. Uh, you know, obviously in two thousand ten, when uh, Joel and I went and we saw the the unveil for Battlefield Three, uh, they did it at GDC as well. So this new one, wow! Uh, whole, did you watch it yet? No. Holy cow! Like. It's still modern times, Battlefield, Uh, pretty much, I mean, very similar gameplay, but you see some new things. You see that you can, and this is all single player they were showing, but you can see uh, you're actually able to spot multiple enemies at once and actually have your squad mates kind of fire on them. Uh, You can actually kind of order them around a little bit more, you know, give them general directions like hide behind here or whatever. Uh, Graphically, just wow, just so stunning. Uh, i'm I'm sure oh actually obviously they were showing the pc version because they were showing like press e to do something that kind of thing, uh, but stunningly beautiful uh great sound design as usual but uh there's i mean its it's also the new game or the first game to show off the new frostbite three engine, and you could definitely see a lot more detail in this one so uh like if you're walking through a building you'd see like dust floating in the light uh if you're behind cover i mean cover was always kind of destructible in Battlefield three but it looked like it was a lot more not canned anymore. Like, it was actually... The bolts were actually affecting where they were heading this time. The water effects they were showing were really cool. Like, when you would walk through water, it would actually displace the water. Uh, same way with the grass. It wasn't like there was a big patch of grass that was getting displaced. It actually looked like the, the you know, the actual blades of grass were being affected. What was the other new big thing? Shit. <laughs> oh, also, they were, I, I don't know if they're going to do this in multiplayer. I kind of hope they do, but... Uh, because they had a couple weapons like this in... Or they had a mod like this in Black Ops 2, but being able to do the dual sight. So you can kind of turn your gun crooked and you'll have kind of an iron sight for so you can see things better, but then you can turn it the other way and you'll actually have more of a zoomed sight. So that's one of the new things that you see in a lot of weapons these days. So they showed that in the
1: single player, which was uh, pretty nice. What, like in real weapons? Or in yeah, yeah. these fake video game
0: weapons? No, no, these are real weapons now. Uh, we're... we're a lot of the new guns have rail systems, so they're modular. And what you can do is you can actually put two sights on one. One is kind of off to the side a little bit diagonally, and you can turn the gun a little bit, and you'll have the, the sight calibrated for that shooting style. So instead of having your, your eye down the scope where you only have a very limited field of view, you can skew it a little bit, and you can look down your iron sights and actually sh- shoot close up. It doesn't oh, yeah. happen often, but, yeah, it's in Black Ops 2 as well.
1: Yeah, because, um... Like the the famous pose in every movie and every uh, gangster rap video and everything. <laughs> it's not always they sideways their though. Sideways.
0: It's not sideways. Yeah,
1: you skew well, it a when little they bit. Turn their gun sideways if they tried to fire it, it would most likely jam. Yeah.
0: No, these are actually built for this though. The guns are actually okay. set up for this. It's not some. It's not somebody taking duct tape and actually putting a sight on the on the side of it. It's 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 skewed off a little bit and you just turn it a little bit. You don't go sideways. It's a few degrees gotcha. that you go. Yeah. But it was kind of cool to see that.
1: Well, yeah, I, my concern is that, you know, this is like everything else that gets shown off before the new generation comes <laughs> and, and, you know, at the end of the old generation. You're seeing stuff, like you said, it's on PC probably at the highest settings, and it's gorgeous. Uh, how that's going to translate to either of the consoles, eh, who knows? You know, no. It'll look good. It'll look really good, but it's probably not going to look anything like this.
0: I think it'll look, on um, PS4 and, th- and the new Xbox, I think it'll probably look as good as a high-end PC right now. Because at this time everything's current, you know what I mean? Like the PS4 is going to come out and it's going to have current current hardware to what PCs are kind of at at that point. I mean, obviously it doesn't have as much RAM and everything else, but that's that's the reason you do things on a console. Because you're actually developing for one platform, you can tweak the hell out of it. When you've got PCs, you've got to worry about all those other parts and who's got what. And DirectX helps a little bit. But they've already said, developers have come out this week at GDC, and and they're saying that um, DirectX 11 is kind of the current one on on PC right now. And the development tools that are available for the PS4 are actually way beyond what they have for, for DirectX 11. So there's a lot of things that are going on, especially with that Unity engine being brought out now, too. So they can develop on PC and on PS3 and on PS4 and on Vita. It's all the same code base, and they can just do things across the board, but everybody's been saying so far p s four is handling everything they're thrown at it, which is good see
1: uh, that's that's so funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sony has scored the, the biggest p r coup because now anything that any developer talks about is always p s four yeah because the other one hasn't been announced yet, so Sony is getting free advertising for months yep. on this. Yep. Until Microsoft announces, which likely won't be till E three. No, Sony no. Actually, the
0: floor. It, it sounds like Microsoft's going to do something in April. They were supposed to do they, it. They were supposed to do it at GDC, and they pushed it back, and now it sounds like it's April, like uh, I think third week of April, I believe.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I I just think. I don't know. I, I think it was a big coup for Sony to do it when they did, because right now they're just all the focus is on... I mean, everything oh, yeah. at GDC was Sony, yeah. essentially. Uh, there, was, there was little to no Microsoft presence at all.
0: There were articles out about how conspicuous it was that Microsoft wasn't anywhere at GDC.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, That's It's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Either they're trying to keep a secret or they're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, which I'm sure they are, but... Yeah, they really, like you said, it, it, and it wasn't just PS4. I mean, we've got this other uh, this other thing I just put in here as, a, as an as an item, but there were over a hundred Vita titles announced for P- for Vita by the end of the year.
1: Hundred Vita titles announced for Vita? Oh wow!
0: Shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up! I was out drinking the last two nights. I'm sweating alcohol right now.
1: So I've been having this this battlefield 4 thing running yeah. as you're saying all that yeah and it looks good yeah it looks
0: nice yeah even the sound is better which i always like the sound on bf3 but uh no, i've like got, the rifle um, sound a lot better well obviously you don't have it on right now
2: uh, yeah yeah
0: although i, I wouldn't I put it past you
1: not to run the sound
0: <laughs> did you flip the coin to see if you're gonna do that or not
1: uh, i was going to <laughs> wait, wait a second there we go dick you're driving. Hey, cool. Look yeah. That. Boom. Oh, what just happened there?
0: God damn you. Turn that off. From Mark playing with <laughs> but, the 3DS to you watching videos with the sound on.
1: But, well, so abuse he needs to get his street passes. Leave him alone. You wouldn't believe how much
0: those nerds were all <laughs> talking about street passes that whole weekend. <laughs> I got like 100 today. Yeah. Although I did get a lot of stuff on Nier, just letting you know. Oh, it is kind of funny because I left my Japanese Vita on the whole weekend, so I'm really curious if anybody got any weird crap from that. Yeah, no, BF4, I mean, obviously, it, it looks really good. Vinny actually put up a um, a little write-up on our website. We put the trailer up there as well uh, with his some of his impressions and reactions to it. So you can check that off if you want. But, yeah, very, uh, very cool. Um, I, I mean, a little piece of me was hoping that maybe they wouldn't do the modern stuff and they go back to World War 2 and kind of reimagine Battlefield 1942. I really wish they would do that someday. Uh but, you know, until then BF4 looks awesome.
1: Well, I mean everybody's sticking with modern right now. It's World War 2 was every single game was yeah. World War 2. And it just got it just got burned out and then Call of Duty did Modern Warfare, and everybody moved into Modern. Right. And now that's getting played out a bit. So there will be a jump at some point, but I don't think it's going to happen yet.
0: Well, I still want them to do it. Someday, please. It sucks because they kind of did that with Battlefield 1943, but that was obviously an experiment. Uh, They only ever brought up three maps for it, and you know there were just so many problems with that game. Don't get me started on on the lack of splash damage from a tank shell where I could hit a hit a hit a brick <laughs> wall and there'd be somebody standing right in front of it and they'd still live through it. Uh, yeah. Uh all right, well this this next one, holy crap. Um Ubisoft, <laughs> the, we we pretty much took our our website down for a whole week with this story. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. So, uh Chaz, well you you tell it cuz you probably saw more of the fallout than I did.
1: Um yeah, Chaz was digging around uh, a UPlay exclusive edition website for Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and like the smart little man he is, he, <laughs> I believe, he viewed the source of the page and found that they had pricing uh, for the. It's a special edition, so it's it's priced high. It's right. It was. One hundred nineteen and ninety nine pounds, one nineteen ninety nine. Essentially, right. But what he saw was that is the exact same price as the PS3 edition, as the Xbox three hundred and sixty edition, right. So the story was that, hey, guess what? Their pricing is not going to increase uh, for the PS4, um, and it hit M four G and exploded <laughs> on M four G. Exploded. <laughs> uh, and took down the website and made the time. website very difficult to yes. actually get anything posted on or get anything seen on because it was just chaos <laughs> but at the same time I mean, there was a lot of, there were a lot of people in the comments on M4G saying, duh, we knew this, Jack Trenton told us this, but he was talking about uh first party." Right. Nobody knew what was going to happen with third party. Right. You know, they they could have priced it at whatever they wanted. Uh, but this seems to be an indication. I mean, this is only a special edition, so who knows. But it seems to be an indication that third party will not be increasing the prices for next-gen. At least Ubisoft won't. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Until we EA comes about- out and says they're going to do it in their real fall suit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> EA and Activision, we don't know what they're going to do. So. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't think the others will, though. I think they're going to really... Just glom onto tons of DLC again because mm-hmm. that's doing well for all of them, uh, as we'll see in Tiger Woods <laughs>
0: <laughs> later on. Uh, I got a little scared. I and we'll talk about it during the review. But I got on the store and I was all of a sudden just inundated with Tiger Woods DLC. I went, "Oh, thir- yeah. was it fourteen courses?"
1: Uh, that's just one pack. Uh, uh... That's just one forty dollar pack that's available, yeah, there's more than that, yeah, but we'll
0: talk about that later, yes, but nice job, chaz you You killed our website, but in a good way, so
2: yeah
0: <laughs> that was good, yeah, that was pretty crazy uh i, I just remember all of our writers right now it was like, uh, I can't get on to post anything right now,'m like, what oh, son of a, I'm sure I'm gonna get an email from our uh, our host soon too, yeah. You guys are killing us! you got to get a better server! I'm sure we'll get something. <clears throat> okay, well, uh, this last news item, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, GDC as well, because uh, not only did they, you know, announce all the new Vita titles and a lot of new PlayStation Mobile stuff, I mean, there's a ton of stuff coming that is essentially, uh, you know, all the indie developers that are doing a lot of stuff only for PC right now, a lot of people are trying to get them to console, and a lot of titles that are really popular right now on, like, Steam and uh in some other locations on PC essentially got announced this week for GDA uh, for for either like PSN, PS Mobile or Vita or uh, you know multitude of those and only for those platforms. So uh I wish I had all the all, all the list I really couldn't compile anything did I? I I just kept seeing little bits and pieces here and there on Twitter but a lot of indie developers are are definitely making the jump uh Brian Provinciano actually uh that did Retro City Rampage this poor guy did this entire game on his own released it all on his own, everything, and he essentially got it out on every platform. Uh, So we're talking Steam, WiiWare, uh, 360, or Xbox Live Arcade, and PSN. And he said that sales on the PSN were way above anything else, uh, any other platform. Second, I believe, was Steam. Third was 360, and fourth was WiiWare. And and he said it was actually the most expensive to to develop on 360. And he said if he would have known what he knew then, uh, what he knows now, he probably would have actually skipped 360 completely. Because he didn't make his money well, back on that platform.
1: He's been talking today about uh the Wii sales and yeah. saying they're horrible. Yeah, absolutely it's absolutely horrendous.
0: I, I just saw the number not too long ago, but it was it was he basically said, Well, I'm just giving you you a gift on WiiWare because it sold like terribly. Yeah. Yeah. And the numbers he gave at GDC were actually a little skewed. Uh they were actually better than what he was showing at G D C because he doesn't know how to use Excel, apparently. So <laughs> But it's it's well, pretty interesting to see stuff like that. You never know like how well a digital you know game costs, download game costs, and to kind of see how that game uh, performed on all the different platforms is, is really intriguing stuff.
1: Yeah, and they never talk about that. Nobody ever talks about that. No, um, but Sony they did away with the whole pitch process, right? Thing didn't they?
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find the, the the uh or an article on that, but basically you don't have to pitch anymore. You can self publish and there's no submission process anymore. You obviously I think you still have to go through a QA process to make sure the game's not broken. But
1: And the game is not Custer's last stand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, because this is what happened with the Atari twenty six hundred. There was no quality control, there was nothing. It was like go ahead anybody who wants to make a game and it got flooded with Yep. Garbage. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, didn't, I know they don't want to flood the PS4 and the PSN with garbage, so there'll be some kind of quality control there somewhere.
0: Yeah, there's there's still gonna be some checks and balances, but basically, you don't have to go to Sony and, and pitch your game anymore and you know get it approved or not. I mean, that's the reason that uh, Super Meat Boy never came to PS3 was Sony turned it down. They for whatever reason, I, I don't understand why, but. Sony turned that one down, and they went to 360 and got it all done. But uh, they're making the, the process a lot easier. Uh, they've actually kind of revised the pub fund a little bit. Uh, Shane Bettenhausen's actually been kind of the spearhead uh, for this new kind of pub fund, next generation. Uh, I mean, indie developers ooh, as a whole. Ooh, I mean, does it have some- a
3: Wesley
1: Crusher? <laughs>
0: we can only hope. <laughs> Wait, That'd everybody awesome. hated Wesley Crusher, though, didn't they?
1: That's okay. They love him now.
0: That's true. No, I mean it, I've been seeing a lot of tweets. I follow a lot of indie devs on uh, Twitter, and just a ton of tweets about how excited they are to do PlayStation and uh, this new pro this new program they've got out. You know, where you don't have to really submit as much anymore, and uh, just making things a lot easier easier for the indie de- devs. And they're they're getting on a platform that has you know over seventy million units out there. Uh, that that's that's getting your game exposed to a lot of people. So it's a pretty cool thing. And a new fire engine actually just came out. Thursday, fire engine is, I know, P-H- <laughs> uh, P-H-Y-R-E. uh but this is the engine that they actually use to build Flower on, uh, which is, I think it's kind of the poster child for the fire engine. But uh, it basically, makes porting things from PC to PS3 and back and forth very easy. Uh, the conversion is basically built right into it, and uh, really limits how much time you get to spend on converting it over to the PS3 if you've done it on PC and vice versa. So <clears throat> that new version came out and I, apparently it's, it's got a lot of improvements in it as well. So I think that is kind of another indication of, you know, what they're doing for especially indie developers that don't have a lot of resources available. So it's cool, man. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we said it before about Jonathan Blow coming out on stage at the PS4 event. I mean, how big that really was in terms of Sony showing support for for indie developers enough to actually bring one of them out on stage in in the two-hour allotted time they had to actually focus more than like 30 seconds on indie games. And, you know, another one, obviously getting somebody as high profile as Jonathan Blow on stage uh, in that community is huge too. And it's cool to see because I've been really enjoying a lot of the indie games lately. A lot of the PlayStation mobile titles I've been playing a, a majority of my time on lately. So,
1: yeah, it, it looks like I, they're really pushing um, the openness and everything that's going to be available to developers on this platform. Yeah. And they're I mean, they're laying down the gauntlet. Essentially, they're saying we're going to make this as simple as possible and we're going to have everything on here. Everything you want to play is going to be on here. Yep, You know, that's what they're going for. Uh, so uh, Microsoft is really going to have to come up with something big beyond Connect 2 to show <laughs> off. I'm really curious, and we know that's going to be there, but I'm really curious what they're going to do to counter all of this because they need something to really counter all of this and make the next Xbox stand out. And there are plenty of people who will just go right to it because they're Microsoft fans and that's what they're going to do. Um but there are a lot of people who will waver. You know, there are people who were on the PS2, they jumped on the 360 because it came out first and they just stayed with it because all their friends were there. Yeah. Um but as the generation wore on, you know, a lot of people bought a PS3. Uh people who had a 360 bought a PS3 and with everything that's being talked about with the PS4 and with so far, nothing on the, uh, on the next Xbox, um, except the rumors, yeah. and the rumors are not good. Of course, the rumors are never good, you know? Well, but I mean, it's always some of the rumors that rumors. are out there
0: actually have some pretty good like uh, evidence. I mean, even but, Digital Foundry went out and, and got the SDK and installed it and looked through the instructions, and right there it says it has to be on all the time. You always have to have... The camera plugged in. The, the console won't even work if you don't have the, if you don't have the camera plugged in. I mean, there's some things in there that. Wow. I mean, what if your camera yeah. dies?
1: My cable box is on all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, you know? but, but, I mean, I, I but think people
1: are reading people too don't much have, into that. No,
0: but people that don't have cable, but have an Xbox, people that aren't online with their Xbox, that's what I'm talking about. Always connected. What if they yeah. don't have internet? I know people right here in this town that live out in the country don't have internet at all and they have a PlayStation 3 or 360.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's that's a whole other issue. I don't know what they're going to do about that or how they're going to get around that. That doesn't make sense to me. Because, it doesn't make sense to me either. Because right now, I, I think the number is like 55% are online on the 360 and yeah. 45% are not so they're going to dump half their business. I, I can't see them doing that.
2: I, well, that I mean, but Microsoft sense. has
0: done this kind of thing in the past where, you know, they want to go in a different direction In that direction we've talked about before. It sounds like they want to become that all in one set top box. Maybe they don't care about people that don't have internet anymore and they want to get into that because if they get into the market where they have that all in one set top box, like an Apple TV or whatever else, and it plays games at the same time, they're moving, they're shifting their focus you know what I mean? They're they're trying to get into new houses but they're going to they're going to lose the old ones. Yeah. One. But Microsoft yeah. has done that in the, I mean Microsoft loses money to to beat people at what they're doing. They
1: do. Well, yeah, and that's that's what the original Xbox was yeah. essentially. Yeah. <clears throat> It was the foot in the door It's We don't care how much it costs And we'll do it with PC parts And do it as cheap as possible And get it out there That's why it's this giant monstrosity Mm -hmm. With a controller that's bigger than your head (laughs) And let's just go And that was their foot in the door And it worked, it got them into the business And you know, let's get the 360 out as quick as we can Who cares that there are production problems Oops, we have to pay a billion dollars To fix this Red Ring thing (laughs) You know, yeah. but yeah, I I I guess I see that. I I just think that's crazy. <laughs> just dumping half your customers and saying, you know, get online or we don't want you.
0: <laughs> or maybe it works in like an offline mode, but you can like it's really limited. I don't know.
1: But at the same yeah, time, I think about it. Think about when the PSN went down for months. Yeah. I mean, think about when you have a, you know, you the. Your internet goes down i mean people 's internet goes down mm-hmm. people that have quotas everywhere, people in Canada, people in Australia, people in europe yep uh, i 'm not sure about if there are any or many in the u s but there are people that have bandwidth limits, and what are they going to do about this you know
0: Microsoft Microsoft cares not about that. just pay us for gold. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the other thing. I wonder if they're going to keep that.
0: Oh, I'm sure they will. They make a ton of money on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, if they're shifting focus entirely, is this one of their big things? Is this one of their big draws? Hey, hey, we're free now, too. And we'll make money another way, you know? Yeah.
2: They'll
1: find a different way to separate you from your cash.
0: I don't oh, know, gosh. dude. I, I've been. This is going to be wild. Yeah. I've been putting a lot of thought into it, and it just it doesn't make any sense to me either. But I've seen Microsoft do weirder things, not even in the gaming section. Uh, like I said, I've been, for people that don't know, I've been in IT for like 17 years. So I've been around Microsoft a long time. And I've seen them make some really weird uh, decisions. And, yeah. So I don't know. I uh, <laughs> I'm really interested to see this thing. I don't know.
1: Anyway. Yeah.
0: Well, one of the other things that came out uh, is just some more detail on the PS4 itself. They told us a lot of things we already knew, either from the event that, that Josh and I were at or just kind of talking afterwards. Um,
1: well, hit the ones that we don't know. Well,
0: I do like the are, fact that, that they actually know. were quoted as saying core gamers are our primary audience. Yeah. Look at that, huh? Um Oh, let's see. They already talked about that. They talked about that. Uh, PlayStation shader language is very similar to HLSL. Uh, yeah, and there's the one that allows features that are way past DirectX 11 and OpenGL 4. Um, let's see. Oh, Tessellation is actually built into the GPU, which is really kick-ass. It's not done by software anymore. Uh, basically, Tessellation um, gets rid of a lot of... Uh, not. It's not just anti-aliasing. It actually adds detail when they do the anti-aliasing so that you don't see that weird, jaggy... ATI effect for shadowing, things like that. Uh, let's see. We'll come up with a very large hard drive in every console, quote unquote. It's got to be at least a terabyte. It has to be. For as much stuff as they want on that thing, it's got to be.
1: Probably. Yeah. I, mm, <clears throat> I mean, terabyte drives, you know, buy them in bulk. They're not that expensive. But They've gone
0: way down in price.
1: Yeah, they really have, but still.
0: Yeah. Oof. It has to be that way, though. If they want to use that thing as much as they want, you know, as they're as they're kind of letting on. So, I mean, even the stuff they do with the PlayStation Three today, you have to have a huge hard drive to do a lot of that. If you want to do, you know, digital content in terms of movies, music, you know, all that stuff that they're trying to push onto the PS3, and they're only going to get way more into that on the PS4. I mean, that's already obvious.
1: Oh, I know what I was thinking about. I, I was actually thinking about this last week when when this list came out. It hit me that, you know, we saw the stuff on the controller and everybody thought, oh, it's got a microphone built into the controller. It doesn't. That was a speaker. There is no microphone built into the controller and there is no talk about a dedicated headset packed in with the unit.
0: There's not talk about a headset packed in, but there is talk of that port on the bottom is for a dedicated headset.
1: Yeah, well, it's a headset jack. Yeah, but I think it's a mic jack too. But... But if if the headset is not packed in with the PS4, the way the 360 had that crappy headset, yep. If it's not there, we're going to run into the exact same problem we have on the PS3. <laughs> nobody using the microphone, where nobody has a headset.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Hopefully, and nobody talks online. So hopefully,
0: they've if, learned from that.
1: Hopefully, that's another. They lesson have to have point. a cheap pack in one way or another.
0: I agree. <laughs> It'll be the SOCOM mics from the PS1 or the PlayStation 2 from SOCOM 1. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody well, can do a podcast for Yeah. There you go. No, I, I agree. I mean, there's obviously stuff... I don't think we're going to hear about a lot of that stuff till E3. The little yeah. details of the stuff we're not going to hear about. Uh, PS4 dev environment is on Windows 7 64-bit. Tools are fully integrated into Visual Studio 2010 and 2012. That's good. A lot of developers know that stuff. Um Debugging the PS4 code is almost exactly the same as PC code. Uh, speaker headset jack extension port like you were talking about. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. They Hit took the buttons. the buttons back to digital over analog because they said nobody used it. But, I mean, there's a handful of games that used it,
3: and I liked it. A handful. Yeah,
0: but, but yeah. I still liked it. A handful. I know. Oh, Let's see here. Oh, yeah. I love this one. Uh, PS4 controllers L2 and R2, how they're <laughs> curved. They say the curved design is to get rid of the accidental Netflix fast-forwarding, but I, I know why it's there. It's because Josh said he wanted it.
1: <laughs> it's there because everybody complained for years. I, know, I like them. I like how they are right now. Uh, uh, it's better to have them curved out a little bit, and
0: now blah, they are. Blah, blah, Yeah, because when they're curved the other way, you won't catch it when you're putting it down and fast-forward to Netflix.
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, that's a that's a uh, Rumble is so last year yeah. <laughs>
0: argument. <laughs> is there a patent that, that we haven't is. heard about? Yeah. Uh, the oh yeah, also we got to mention about the the not just the touchpad here, but uh, the resolution for the touchpad is 1920 by 900, so almost uh, 1080p. But uh, that's just technical bullshit. The other thing is, some people didn't realize that you can actually click the touchpad. So it's like one of the new touchpads you see on, on laptops nowadays where they don't have a button that you click. You actually click the touchpad itself. It's like my MacBook Pro, my Dell uh, Netbook has that. A lot of new laptops have it. So this touchpad actually has that functionality where you can click on it as well. So that's pretty cool. I'm glad they did that. It actually adds a lot of uh, a lot of options for you right there. Uh, let's yeah. see. No, I like it. I think it's going to be a great thing to have. PS4 uh, controller colors are the player numbers, so instead of having the little lights on there, that big light bar will actually be a different... It's kind of like the Move controllers, so you actually know which player is which, so now instead of being one, two, three, or four, you're green, you're blue, you're red.
1: You've got to rock. Well, uh, they're they're the colors of the triangle, circle, square, right, X. Right, right.
0: Uh, the PS4 will charge controllers while it's turned off. Yay! Yay. That's awesome. Uh about see. time. I like this one too. Uh, they're, they're saying that the light bar, and th- these are all options, obviously or ideas, but they were saying how you could use the light bar for a muzzle flash. So if you're playing a shooter, you could actually have it kind of go off when you're shooting the gun. That'd be kind of neat. It would get annoying after yeah. ten minutes, but it'd be neat. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. <clears throat> so then the PS4i stuff came up, and uh, Rothbart and I are actually talking on IM when they're when they're talking about it. Uh, So we already knew it was going to be a dual camera, so it's got two lenses, uh, two sensors, um, 1280 by 800, 12 bits per pixel, 60 hertz. Uh, I think the PS3i is 320 by 200, so very big difference in quality. I think it's got a 640 mode also. Uh, But the other thing is they were talking about, I don't think I have it on here, but the camera actually has um, motion sensing in it. And... Rothbard and I were talking, he goes, why would the camera have motion sensing? But what I was thinking, and and I actually tweeted uh, uh, Yoshida about this, was I figured it was like they're trying to get better accuracy for the move controllers and and that kind of thing. So the camera actually knows kind of how it's oriented compared to, like, kind of a gyroscope type effect. And uh, he said that's actually, or he, he was really short about it, but he said, yeah, you're correct. So that's kind of neat that they're actually going to that length to make sure that everything's that accurate.
1: Well, I just want to know if they have speed holes to make them go faster. That's all that matters.
0: Well, we can always get Homer to shoot some holes in it and, and take care of that
1: for you. Yeah. You know, those are speed well, holes. And this, the other thing, that it has a dedicated port for the camera. Uh, yeah. Just a special connector, uh, yeah. kind of like the connect on the new Xbox. It's got its own special plug-in port on the back. Right. Uh, so it's not using up one of your precious USB ports, which yeah. they better have more than two. I hope they're on the back. Uh, there should be at least two on the back and at least two on the front. Agreed. Not more. They should have eight. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see more. I, I just want to see I a I whole see row some from on the back, top of the console. On, like on,
0: the on the top front, You know, at the top of the bezel, I just want to see nothing but USB
1: ports all the way across. <laughs> I want to see card readers built in again.
0: That would be awesome. I actually use those, not a lot. Yeah, but I, use I did them.
1: too until my PS3 died.
0: Yeah, well,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> they were showing some uh, some pretty cool demos. I guess there's no videos of those around, but uh, they were showing some AR stuff as well. So that uh, I mean, the AR stuff is the AR stuff, but there's some interesting ideas. Uh, because they were showing like a demo where it would zoom in. M- remember that? I don't know if it was you that was at E3 when they showed that Raving Rabbits thing or whatever, but they they showed like an- a representation of the Wiimote and the Raving Rabbits were inside the Wiimote. So you would start shaking it and the little guys would start sh- shaking around and everything. They I saw something that. Like that.
1: Yeah. I, s- I did see that.
0: So they were showing stuff like that, you know, whatever. Um, let's see. UI is meant to give it- a yeah, blah, blah, blah have to enable... P- oh, yeah, uh, for the social media stuff, because I know you were worried about this at uh, when we were at the PS4 thing, but one thing that we noticed was that, or that they talked about also, was it would allow you to actually have the people's real name instead of their PSN name all the time. And you actually have to opt in for that. So it's not by default. So that's a good thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure nobody will opt in. Well,
3: you can't know uh, my real
0: name!
1: That's the problem. (laughs) Nobody opts in.
0: I'm on the Uh, internet!
1: Well, it says it's auto-enabled if you import your stuff from another social network, like Facebook or wherever.
0: Right. But that makes sense, because I don't... You turn it off. But my name isn't Torgo on on Facebook, so that makes perfect sense.
1: It's not? No. No, your name is PS3 Nation on Facebook.
0: (laughs) No, that's on Twitter.
1: (laughs) But... Uh, and they're raising the friend limit.
0: But again, if th- I, th- I said this that night. If they were going to tie into social networks the way they were saying, there's no way they couldn't have a higher limit.
1: Well, yeah, they have to. But the bigger thing is they need to have some kind of grouping. Yes. So that you can break it down with your – these friends and your college friends and your your –
0: Acquaintances and ex
1: girlfriends SM and bondage friends and your <laughs> whatever else. You know? Who are
0: those people that, that look at My Little Ponies art? Bronies? Like the pony, yeah, the, yeah, bronies. <laughs> you have a bronies category.
1: You need your bronies. You need, <laughs> yeah, you need all that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't even know if... I mean, I could see them putting some kind of a limit on, but really, if they want to be... The whole deal with social networking is to not have a limit, to try to grow your network as as large as possible. So I don't know if they would actually put a limit on there if they want to be actually considered social network.
1: Yeah, I don't know that they will. I, I think they're going to make it as big as they possibly can. Yeah. If they put any kind of limit on it, it's going to be... As high as they can possibly do it, and they may end up raising it during the lifespan of the PS4.
0: Yeah, I'm interested in that one. I, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that they're going to have their own social network or their own hub, and everything's going to connect into that. So Twitter's going to connect in, YouStream's going to connect in, Facebook's going to connect in. God, I hope Pinterest doesn't, but because I'm not a woman, but <laughs> um, I tried that Pinterest thing like three times because I set one up for PS Nation and I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. And people still add us on Pinterest. I'm like, I haven't done anything on that in months. Yeah, but it's it's getting pretty obvious because obviously they have to have their own back end to kind of run this integration between the system and social networking as a whole. So instead of having all these external connectors, they'll have the connectors on their social network page and that'll control everything, which is fine. I think it's a great design if that's the way they do it, which I do think they're doing. It makes sense. I keep saying it makes sense, and I guess we have to wait and see because we've seen Sony's track record. A lot of things they do don't
1: make sense. (laughs) Yeah, you could say that about any company, really. True. Very true.
0: Like Microsoft making me pay twice for Netflix, you know, that kind of thing. That does not make sense. So uh, let's see here. This one we already knew about the sharing stuff being on the hardware. What
1: was that? Remote play.
0: Yeah, the remote play stuff. Um.
1: Well, I'm hoping <clears throat> that it will work properly. Now that it's built, you know, they built the Vita after they built this with the two in mind. Yeah, they they're building them together in a way that hopefully it will just work. I mean, I don't want to problems yeah. forever with. It won't connect because my NAT in the router is wrong, or something is messed up, and it, you know, or you have to turn it off because your router starts your PS3 randomly in the middle of the night or during the day or whatever, (laughs) and it's all screwed up. Oh, that happened all the time, and that was that was a big big problem because this was before I was on any podcast or anything that was happening and I was looking it up and there were pages and pages and pages of people. And huh. if your PS three auto starts like three times in a row, yeah. cause it'll do it and then it'll shut down after a minute and it'll do it again and it'll shut down and it'll do, if it does it like three or four times, it'll automatically turn that stuff off and then you won't be able to, remote access it at all. (laughs) And it's something to do with the way uh, the cable modems are set up that some of them, it it receives like a false signal or something and it assumes it's a remote play signal coming in and it'll start up and nothing's there and it'll shut itself down.
0: It's probably the internet provider sending a ping to a port that they see open that shouldn't be open or something like that. It might be, yeah. but
1: whatever it was, it was a huge problem on the PS3 huh. for a lot of people. I don't remember that. Um, and it, it happened to me a lot. Uh, so what I would do, like, if I was going away and I knew I wanted to be able to get in, I left the PS3 on. Oh, okay. Um, but I haven't done that in years. I haven't used it in years because, because of that problem, because it was such a pain in the ass, and the only way I could get it is if the PS3 was already on. Yeah. So I just stopped using it entirely.
0: Huh. Yeah, I don't remember hearing I'm sure I did hear about it back then, but I don't remember that anymore.
1: Yeah. Interesting. That was a big problem. Oh, it's a big problem. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Huh.
0: Uh, Yeah, so I mean, the rest of the stuff we kind of heard about, I just kind of compiled this list off stuff I was reading. So hopefully we'll see more. I don't think we're going to see very much more until E3 now, though.
1: Uh, I don't know. I think we're still going to see bits and pieces. Like, little things will come out here and there.
0: Yeah, but I don't think we'll but see... the big, important like the stuff, stuff. the Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we probably... Well, we'll see what the system looks like a week before E3 when it leaks. That's true. <laughs> when somebody hits the wrong button and releases the video when they weren't supposed to. That kind of
1: thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or when it's in the... It's embedded in the HTML of... Oh, God. Um the PlayStation blog, and Chaz tracks it down. (laughs) Go, Chaz, go!
0: (laughs) As N4G kills our website once again.
1: I'm okay with that.
0: (laughs) Well, since you haven't been on the show for a couple weeks, you should have a really long list of what you've been playing, right?
2: Uh, Not so much, but yeah, yeah,
1: kind of. I mean, a little bit. Um, It was just, I, I played a couple things, but I played the crap out of them. Right. That's really all it was. I, since my PS3 died, and I moved it out of that space, and I was moving everything around, uh, I had the Xbox sitting here, that old Xbox, well, the new old Xbox, right? Uh, that hasn't really been plugged in, I decided, all right, I need to find a way to get all this stuff here and get it all plugged in, and so I did a major rearranging oh, nice. um, in the basement, underneath, with everything. Because originally I threw that Xbox on top of the cable box, and I was like, this is absurd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that won't heat it up or anything.
1: Um, but I looked at it and I thought, well, what if... I wonder if it could fit underneath, like down with all this other stuff, but something's got to come out, and I had to rearrange everything to make this happen. Yeah. So I took the big PS2 out and took it all the way up to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Where the PS3 used to be. Right. And there was a there was a PS two slim up there. So I brought that down. That sits right next to the, the other PS three, you know, because the PS three here now is not backward compatible. So, right, right. And it's so small. You don't even notice it there.
0: It's adorable.
1: Yeah. So suddenly I had all this, I had a PS two size space available. So I started shifting things around Jeez. and I'm jamming the NES in there. I'm jamming the Xbox in there. Um, Oh, God,
0: that takes up all the space right there.
1: Well, no, it sits next to the Wii. There's room for the Xbox and the Wii. Uh, The other one is the Saturn and the NES, and then the bottom shelf is the Dreamcast And the Genesis CD32X, that's kind of sideways in there. I have to pull it out anyway to put a cartridge in, so it just sits in there sideways.
0: There's no TV Um, cabinet made that you can put a Sega Genesis with a 32X and a CD (laughs) unit in anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I need to get the... Like, the NES isn't quite plugged in yet. Um, I lost the uh, connector to the TV. I know Mm. it's here somewhere. I can't find it. Um, so I need to dig that out wherever it is and then set that in. I'm, I'm good to go. And the funny thing is I pulled out – I've had this – I bought a Switch a long time ago mm-hmm. uh, before we even moved into this house because I was planning on, oh, I'm going to need a Switch for all this stuff. And then when I got everything set up, I'm like, I didn't need that stupid Switch. Oh, damn it. So I kept thinking I was going to sell it. I kept thinking I was going to do something with it, and it's been sitting here mm-hmm. in a box, untouched. And I got to this point, and I was like, hey, wait a second, I think I can use that. Because <laughs> I, I was out of room on the TV, you know, for the Xbox right. and for the NES. I'm like, how am I going to plug all this in? Um, so I pulled the switch out. That's a four-port switch. It auto senses. Ooh. Um. So it's completely hidden behind the T V now. Mm. Uh you don't even need to see it. Uh and it'll auto switch depending on what's what's plugged into it. Uh I got everything plugged in and essentially everything works and I still have like an open a couple open ports on the T V now. Nice. Uh yeah, so it worked out really, really well. Um like, the my my biggest problem was the Genesis and the NES. You know, they were both going into the UHF thing. And I'm right. like, how am I going to do this? And then I remembered the Genesis, uh, you can do uh, an AV cable yeah. off of it yeah. as well. So that plugged in well, you the can even do the, and I was good to go.
0: You can even do composite for the NES. That's got a built
1: in. Oh, yeah. Actually, I saw that on the side of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did see that. Um, but yeah, maybe I'll do that. I mean, maybe because I don't have, I can't, I haven't found the the connector for it yet.
0: Mm. And then you can get a SNES cable uh, or the SNES, and then N sixty four use the same AV cable, and you can get Super Video for that S Video. But I don't
1: have a SNES.
0: You don't have a SNES? No. How do you not have a Oh wow! I was never a Nintendo guy. I know, guy. but you're missing, never... you're missing on it. You're missing out on some great games.
1: No, I'm not, because they're on the yeah. virtual console.
0: Yeah, It's not the same. And actually,
1: there, there are some games enough. that
0: aren't on the virtual console that you're missing
1: out on. Well, there are plenty of games that aren't Space on
0: Megaforce the virtual Space Megaforce and Axle and Cybernator. Yeah. And there's a lot of good games that aren't on there.
1: Yeah, well, you know... See, I would like that Retron 5, but... You can't do Sega CD or 32X. So I'd still have to keep the Sega out. And well, but that's just kind fine. Of I mean, that's the purpose. That,
0: retron, that Retron's pretty cool, though, because we we verified it with the guys because when we recorded the podcast at MGC, it was on Saturday. And I got down there and talked to him on Sunday. And we were, I think, I'm, I can't remember if it was Sigma Omega brought it up or somebody else, but uh, about the GBA port, if it also played Game Boy and Game Boy Color, and it does. So you're actually getting more systems on there than than you think
1: yeah but i don't have any game boy or game boy color stuff and i'm i doubt i'm ever gonna buy any of that stuff
0: well but i mean if, if people had if, if regular people normal people out there had some stuff for those systems they would work and also uh if you have famicom games it'll actually play famicom and NES, so it actually you don't have to go out and get like uh sigma actually bought a famicom at mgc so you could play some japanese games well this one you don't have to it'll actually switch everything for you
1: well, I'm just gonna stick a 32x in that Genesis slot. It'd be funny if that worked. Assume <gasps> that it's gonna work.
0: You know what? I should email them and find out if, that, if they've tested that.
1: They should have. They should have built that in, and they should have built in like they should have built it so that you could sit it on the Sega CD. Oh, My God,
0: <laughs> that's what they should have done. Everything's about Sega for you, Sega boy.
1: Well, that's. That's one more thing that I have to keep out where I could just put it all away in a box and have one system that does it all. And it's such a monstrosity,
0: you know? too. Eh. Cobbled together.
1: Yeah. I love the way it looked. I love the way the Genesis 2 and the Sega CD looked. I thought that was so cool. <laughs> it was. It's eh. A slick little system, but then you drop the 32x on there and it gets a little—it's uh, just ugly. Crazy. Yeah, it's and terrible. then you put uh, uh, put Sonic Genie and Knuckles on, on there. Well, no, you do the Game
0: Genie first, then you do the Sonic Sonic and Knuckles, <laughs> then you put another cartridge in Sonic <laughs> and
1: Knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit problematic.
0: A little bit, little bit, yeah.
1: So, uh, so all right, so I got all that stuff set up and the xbox i was like well i need to test this thing and make sure that it actually does work <laughs> um so i threw counter strike in there oh okay yeah um the old original counter strike for the xbox why would you put a
0: multiplayer only game in there when uh,
1: it's it. not multiplayer only they have a single player well but the it. single player is just ai and it's dumb and it doesn't matter it's Poop. it's i'm The whole point of the Xbox is for me to buy whatever was Xbox exclusive. Sure. Or not buy. Goose X. (laughs) (laughs) Which is essentially what I've done. I've I've amassed quite a collection over the past couple of months. Jeez. um, Directly from there. Actually, there's one that I'm dying to play now. I I haven't had the chance to try it out yet. Uh, It's called Siberia.
0: Yeah, that was, um... I know the game. There was another game in that series, too.
1: Yeah, there was a second Siberia. Yeah. Siberia 2 something blah blah blah. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it looks really, really cool. Um, I think so, I played that on PC. I just can't remember Yeah, much about it was the game. PC and yeah. Xbox. Um... But that's well. This was also a PS2 game, but yeah. uh, they had somebody on Guzex had it on the Xbox. That's why I got it. Um, cool. But essentially, my plan is I I'm, I go through there every now and then, and I look for anything that's Xbox only, you know, right. Xbox exclusive, right? And I grab it um, because why not? You know,
0: it's well. You got to get Panzer Dragoon Orta. I have that okay. already. Yeah. Um that's about it. Actually <laughs> there was one Tiger Woods that we played a lot on the three sixty. And I don't remember which one it is. On the, I'd have to go get my, my Xbox out. On the or, 360. On Xbox. On Xbox. On Xbox, sorry. Uh, there was one that we played more on Xbox than we did on PS2. Hmm. Uh because it ran better on Xbox. That that year it ran better on Xbox. But um they had this cool thing in it, like this cool tournament system. Where you could all like you could sit on the same couch and play through a tournament together, and it was a great mode. And then they got rid of it, so we just stopped playing Tiger. Yeah,
1: of course, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've got a I've fifty six games for it already. Oh my god, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's there's a handful. There's there's at least four or five I'd say that are PS2 as well, but the majority of them are Xbox only. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, well,
1: it's it's Guzak's points. It's not like it's costing me money, money. Can't wait anything. to hear your review of Blinks. Yeah. No, I had to get all the Star Wars games. That was a big deal. Yeah. You know, the Jedi Knight, uh, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. Right. Um, Republic Commando, Obi-Wan, all that crap.
0: I have those on the real console. It's called the PC.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not doing that. I know. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. I mean, it's kind of fun. It's, it's neat to see. I've never seen the, uh, the UI for that or anything. So turning it on for the first time and seeing all that, I was like, oh, all right, this is interesting. The big
0: green (laughs) reactor.
1: Yeah. 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 It's really strange. Um, so I mess with that for a little bit. Uh, and then with that PS2 that I threw up in the bedroom, Mm Mm-hmm. Um that one has I put that one up there because that has the hard drive in it. Oh, okay, uh, with HD loader. So I don't have to keep a whole selection of games up there. It's all, you know, all my games are ripped to the hard drive. So I can keep all the discs down here. Right. And then I can just play them up there as well. Well, so I'm I'm skimming through just for for no reason i was just like ah oh, let me just play one of the games that's on the hard drive and i was like what the hell is this road trip game oh. i figured you might know it i think i know
0: which one that is
1: <laughs> it's a road weird trip. japanese game
0: <laughs> yeah that sounds familiar uh you're a car
1: um hang on a second let's see if i can find it uh, road trip adventure is what it 's called, and you're a car like everything in there is all these cars are alive it 's like cars essentially like the movie cars right. but it 's not um, The whole idea is the president of the United States uh, has decided that he is quitting okay and he 's organizing a world grand per- world grand Prix. And whoever wins gets to become the president. Okay. And that's how it works. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it makes total it's, sense. It's like this he- yeah. It's like this huge open world game. So you drive around the town and you get coins and you do little side missions for cars that you run into. They say, "Ooh, I wish that I had this giant peach, but I can't find them. And, oh, you run into the peaches. Oh, so you bring the peach back and, ooh, you get money and stuff like that. <laughs> Um but that's the whole idea and there's little picture shops along the way and you get your picture taken everywhere like it's it's a game that would be perfect on the PS3 or one of those where you have trophies cuz it's built for for trophy whoring and things hmm. like that. It doesn't have anything like that, but there's so many little things in there to do that's totally built for that. Yeah. Um so you 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 know get your money, you upgrade your car, you enter the races, and you have to enter uh you know the the B class race in every city. Right. And then you have to go back and enter, you know, you have to get your A class license and then you have to enter that race in every city. So it keeps you go it's like a huge huge game. Wow, the frame rate's terrible. It is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this game. And the driving isn't that great. No, it's, it's it's a weird little game. But um It's
0: a weird it's a weird it's like kind of Mario Kartish, but the real cars, but it's got the yeah. kinda of cartoony look of a Mario Kart game and wow the driving it's is very horrible. strange.
1: Yeah, it's very, very strange. But I ended up playing it for a good hour and a half, two hours.
0: I was like, <laughs> what am I it's doing? Just fa- <laughs> it's just fascinating.
1: Yeah, I was I was driving all over the place. I I got to the second city and I was wandering around there because the the race tracks, you know, the first race track is a very traditional race track. Yeah. The second one is all built inside uh a building, sort okay. of a house. And you're cruising around and you have to find your way through it and it's it's kind of cool. I mean, it's not good, <laughs> but <laughs> it's an interesting little game. It's very weird. Um, and I forgot I even had it, uh, and that's one that's away a in a box somewhere, wow, that's, that's, and it was on the hard drive, and I was like, what What the hell is this?
0: Yeah, that's a pretty rare one there.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I messed with that for a while. And, um, for some reason, MLB Slugfest 2004. Ooh. <laughs> Um, partly because I wanted to see, I didn't, I always forget when the new Philly stadium was built and I like going back to the older baseball games and seeing the vet. Sure. Uh, so I threw that in and I'm like, I wonder what stadiums in general were around in 2004. And of course the vet was there. Yeah. Uh, so I threw it in and I started playing as the Phillies and the Mets I didn't read the instructions. I didn't know what I was doing. Of course. And I was getting my ass kicked.
2: <laughs> I was getting destroyed.
1: Yeah. Ah. Oh. But, I mean, that's one of those games, you know, it's, it's a very arcade type game. Yeah. Where the whole point is uh, you get a couple of hits, and then your guy is on fire. You get on base. You can punch the first baseman. You can punch the second baseman, the, the, and they'll drop the ball.
0: Well, it's kind of the NFL Blitz of baseball.
1: Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very sim- similar to that. So, yeah, I played that for a little bit, uh, a couple innings, and then said, well, I'm just getting destroyed here. I can't I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I just quit. That'll happen. Um, it's kind of neat, though. Um, it'd be fun to play with somebody, definitely.
0: That's that's really the only time it's fun, because playing the computer yeah. just wasn't any fun at all.
1: Yeah, it's that type of game where it's really for couch co-op and, and just... Go nuts on each other,
0: right? That's a that's a good um, that's a good game to play when you're like drinking with your buddy all night and just kind of hanging yeah. out. Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, and well, since I didn't go to MGC, boo. Yeah, I got Lego City Undercover.
0: Oh, for the Wii, for U? The Wii U. Yeah, we uh, we had a Wii U down in the Retroids room, and people were playing that game.
1: Yeah, if anybody has a Wii U, this is. The killer app at the moment is it's the best game on there by far. Yeah, it's awesome. It's essentially Grand Theft Auto uh, in Lego, uh, but you're the good guy. You're right. a cop. Right, and uh, that's exactly what it is. It's huge open world, um, a massive, massive open world, um, and it's essentially just like all the other Lego games. You know, there are there are those missions that you go on, you know, where you, like you enter an episode in star Wars and you have, you know, X number of studs to get, and you can find the gold brick and you can find this and you can find that. But when you're not doing those dedicated missions, you can just run all over the world. Right. And do whatever you want. And it's, it's really cool. It's really, really cool. Cause it's a San Francisco type, uh, place, right. essentially. Um, and, man, it's fun. <laughs> I played that a lot. Wow! Uh, and I just... It's one of those games that I'm always like, oh, I want to get back to that. Huh. <laughs> it's fun. The beta I got... I don't think I... I think I did this after we recorded last time. Uh, the Platinum on Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time.
0: Yeah, I think that was after we recorded. Yeah, you got the double platinum, didn't you?
1: The double platinum, yo, yeah.
0: And Where's and actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was funny Heck because it. I was talking to Cade about something else. Uh, we were talking about some stuff, and he brought it up. He goes, "Oh, so did Josh get the uh, the double platinums on Sly or whatever?" I'm like yeah. He goes, oh, Josh has just been totally trolling me the last few days because he was calling me a trophy whore <laughs> and everything else. And
1: I don't have the tr- I don't have the platinum
0: on slide Four, but he does.
1: Well, he asked me about it. He he said, or I said, I I think I tweeted it that uh, I got the double platinum or whatever it was. And he's he said, wait, do you have to? beat both of them twice or does it just unlock? I said, it just unlocks. And he's like, "Oh, I know what game I'm playing next.
2: (laughs) I was like, you whore.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Says the guy that got the double
1: platinum. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wasn't going to get a platinum in Sly Cooper.
0: True. True. (laughs) Which the game is selling like hotcakes in Europe.
1: That's what I saw. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It just came out this week and basically it's getting sold out everywhere. That's cool. That's very cool.
1: It's a fantastic game. It is. It it deserves that. So the only Sly Cooper I don't have a platinum in is three, and I doubt I'm ever going to get that. I don't have the patience (laughs) because it's all the timed things. Yeah. That's all that's left. And, you know, I I did one. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. This was months ago, like last year sometime. I was like, "I, I should try to do this. And about 20 minutes in, of playing one of them over and over and over again, I was like, I'm done. This is not worth it. I don't care. Right. (laughs) And I just stopped. (laughs) So, I mean, eventually I may go back and try it again, but if I get into that again, where it takes more than like five minutes to get one of them, um, I'm quitting. I'm just, I I don't have the patience (laughs) for it or the time. Um, and I played the hell out of Ninja guide and Sigma two plus. Um, I'll review that next week. Okay, I, I might be able to. I could probably review it tonight, but it's. I, I'd rather just review it next week. I think that'd be better. Sure. I've been enjoying that. Good. And PS3. I've been doing that Devil May Cry uh, DLC.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I need to play some of the Devil May Cry itself, right? <laughs> to see where there's differences here, because you're playing as. Uh, uh, Dante's brother, essentially.
0: Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and he's got different moves. Yes, I know he does. that. But I need to go back and play some of the the game itself and see, you know, what the difference is there. Right. Um. And I played the crap out of Tiger Woods. I know. I've been um, like
0: every time I get online, you're on there playing Tiger Woods.
1: Yeah, I've put in at least twenty hours into Oh it. wow. And I just like at seven o'clock tonight, like a half hour before we recorded, I just got my PGA tour card. Nice. So that's what I was trying to do. I was desperately trying to get to the PGA tour card before we recorded so I could know <laughs> what the deal is with um the courses. Right.
0: And how the DLC works. Like what's
1: on the tour, what you have on the disc, what you don't have, what's going to, you know, the whole thing that we had last year, I needed to see what that was. Because on the amateur tour, they flesh that out uh, a lot. Um, And the amateur tour has like nine or ten tournaments to go through. Right. Um, But if you win three of them you automatically get promoted, You like a battlefield promotion to the PGA Tour. <laughs> nice. And I was I was dominating them. I was absolutely destroying everybody. Like, four rounds, you know, you, each tournament is four rounds at the same course. Uh, so after four rounds, the guy in second place, round 17 under, Gosh. I averaged... 33 under holy cow for each of the three tournaments and just destroyed them and I even set the AI to hard huh so yeah I destroyed them so I got three tournaments in a row and boom I got pushed right up to the PGA so nice. I took a quick look at and the PGA tour list is gigantic as well
0: <laughs> yeah, but you can only get the half of it, of it, it. because of, it, uh, of DLC
1: well yeah we'll talk about that during the review yeah, alright <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, there's, there's things going on there. Um, but yeah, I and mean, that's all I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched. All right, this is important. Oh boy, <laughs> this is very important. Double O Seven. Uh, you know, I watched a couple more of those. Okay. And I got to the man with the golden gun. Okay. Okay, and we had talked about this, Sheriff J. W. Pepper. Yeah coming back for the second time and how absurd it was and yes. why was he there and what the what the hell was he doing Yeah cuz he was just right.
0: there with his wife all of a sudden
1: Yeah so that's how it starts uh, Bond is in the river and he's being chased by these guys in the river Yeah and uh on a little tourist river boat just happens to be Louisiana sheriff JW Pepper <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hanging out in Bangkok with his wife. Because, you know, Louisiana sheriff... Oh, yeah. Redneck racist Louisiana sheriffs in the 70s always went to Bangkok on vacation. With an elephant
0: spraying nice. water on them. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's it's brilliant. And holy crap. I mean, racist beyond racist. Oh, yes. Everybody is pointing head. Yes. And then they become brown pointy head. Yes. And I'm just watching this going... Oh, oh. It's just I'm shivering from how horrible it is. Yeah. And how racist horrible horrible it is. Yeah. It's just uh so. Which it makes it
0: even funnier now. I mean not that the racism is funny, but the latent just the, the like ridiculous racism.
1: Yeah. And and the crap it's that happened back right then. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. So so he's there with his wife and they get out of the boat. And he sees Bond, and he's looking at him, and he's kind of confused, like, nah, nah." and he just kind of lets go. (laughs) So, uh, a couple scenes later, they have to get uh, James Bond into this car, and they figure, well, why not have J.W. Pepper at a car dealership, sitting in a car, because he wants to take this car for a test drive, like he's going to buy a car in Bangkok. it is exactly that, yeah, so he's there trying to buy a car in Bangkok, which makes total sense, uh, and the car he just happens to be sitting in is the one James Bond jumps into, and of course he's looking the other way when James Bond <laughs> of jumps course. in and goes, "Hey, boy, why don't we go for a test drive?" and he turns and he goes you're that guy. You're that secret <laughs> agent guy. You know, Bond just looks at him and goes, oh, and uh, takes uh, off. Uh, uh, uh. So, well, and that was the whole thing. They had to get him in that car specifically because that led up to the whole corkscrew jump. Yes. Uh, that badass stunt,
0: which was a world record uh, back then,
1: Yeah, which they completely ruined by putting a, whoop, yeah, whoop, a slide whistle. In the in the jump, so it, it was a spectacular jump. It was it was really amazing. Um, so I went back and I was listening to the two different commentaries. I was listening to the director's commentary and the uh, the way they did the director's commentary on there was interesting. It wasn't just the director; it was just like a narrator talking about you know. Uh, well, the director felt this, and here he is reminiscing about it. And then they have the director talking. Right. And then he says, and the production designer had all these problems with it. And here's his take on it. And then they have the production, you know, so they'll, they'll get all these different people in there. So you hear all these different takes on what's going on as it's happening. Um, and then Roger Moore had a separate commentary on his own. Yeah. So I listened to both of those in that whole section. Cause I wanted to see what, if anything, they said about the sheriff Mhm. And the director's like, oh, and here's Sheriff J.W. Pepper. We, were, we had so much fun working with him, we <laughs> had to bring him back. So we had to find a way. Now, how could we bring him back? Well, maybe he's on vacation here with his wife. Yep. And that's how we got him in. Oh, and I'm like, God. Oh, seriously, that's all it was? The word is shoehorn. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then the one guy was talking about how um, when he put the slide whistle in, uh, he had somebody telling him, no, really, you shouldn't do that, because this is an amazing thing on its own, and it stands on its own, and it's so cool. He's like, no, I want to put this in. He's like, looking back on it, that was really the wrong choice. I should not have put that in there. <laughs> Milk was a bad no. choice. It's so hot. Yeah. So, yeah. And even Roger Moore was like, he... I mean, they loved the actor. That's why they brought him back, right. apparently. right? Um, but... uh <laughs> Yeah. And they even had that guy talking about how he gets recognized as every, uh, every Southern sheriff. Now.
0: Redneck, r- racist Southern sheriff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. People say, oh, I love you in that uh, Burt Reynolds movie. And he's like, yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's. Uh, that was just not good. The movie itself, yeah. It was decent. It's you know, it had its moments.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's probably one of the like average ones, but I mean there there is definitely some good stuff, especially when it gets to the island. I mean, you, you've got yeah. one of the greatest villains of all time, you know, and and you've got you've got tattoo. I mean, come on, well, yeah. and he's a he, little bastard was in the movie. Great,
1: yeah, he was great in it. <laughs> actually, um, the thing is, what I've realized watching all these, I. I don't want to be a villain because you're always going to get killed and your fortress is going to get destroyed and everything else. I want to go into business as the guy that sells those Auga alarms. (laughs) Um, Because every single secret fortress has one of those alarms. Yes, they do. It's the exact same alarm in every single one of them and the guy making those must be making a fortune because every one of those places gets destroyed, and then they need a new alarm.
0: Well, of course.
1: And it's got to be wired up through the whole base.
0: Because you know someone's going to shoot a couple of them out, too. I mean, you got to get replacements.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's awesome. So that's what I want to do. I want to go into business uh, supplying those Auga alarms Auga to... Auga alarms. Yes, to... Uh, villains and whoever else out there, whoever needs them essentially.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you've got small sovereign even, countries, uh, you know, get North, North Korea, you know, well, they've got I them all over the place. they're even
1: used in, in some of the British secret service plays. Oh, they're, probably. they're used everywhere. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. It's, it was their go-to sound effect for danger in <laughs> James Bond. Yeah, of course. So it's perfect. So that's what I want. And, uh, one of the days, right around MGC, uh, I actually had time in the afternoon, and I saw a tweet that I was I was gonna go down to uh, the stash. Okay. The secret stash, and you know, on the weekend, and I saw a tweet that uh, they were gonna record Telm Steve Dave. Oh, cool! And I was like, oh crap! Well, I'll just go today, and that'll even be better. Uh, so I went down. <laughs> And I walked in, and Brian Walt were there, and I was like, hey, Brian, hey, what's going on? And I haven't been down there in, in t- probably two months, uh-huh. uh, two, three months at least. Uh, and Walt's like, hey, what are you up to? I was like, ah, oh, nothing, you know, just came down to pick up some stuff, and I heard you were recording today. He's like, wait, what? Where'd you hear that?
0: <laughs> and I was like, it's uh, it always is with those guys."
1: <clears throat> I was like, it was tweeted, Q tweeted. He's like, Oh, because oh. Brian was like, really? Cause I didn't even know we were recording till like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and yeah, so they were, they didn't know that he had tweeted that. And, um, so I just hung out for a while. I got some stuff and then I hung out for a while and I was sitting just off the table, but between Q and, uh, Walt, Mm-hmm and i just listened to it uh today and it's funny because i'm off mic you can probably still hear you the laughing there though well i don't you can't really tell it's me laughing or anything but you hear my voice like like just after an hour in i say something to walt <laughs> cuz he's asking me something and then at the at the very very end they tack on the stuff that happened before the show recorded mm mm-hmm. Uh, because there was some funny stuff going on when Ming was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there I'm talking, to, like, you can definitely hear me talking to <laughs> Walt. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, right there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, that was weird. <laughs> um, but it, it was a really, really funny episode. Oh, cool. Um, I have to get it. If, I'm sure if I've got it. I haven't yeah. listened to it yet, yeah. And they got into a whole thing where Walt is asking, he said, so what if, uh, say, North Korea um, nuked L.A.? What? What's your response? And Q went nuts. He's like, oh, they're dead. Oh, they're gone. We're going to wipe them out. The whole country. Not the and he was like, oh, wins. Yeah, he was he was all warmonger, He was, and Walt's like, I can't believe you're 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 saying this. He's like, Oh no, they're gone. We're we're taking them out. They're, they nuke L.A., bro. They're gone. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that whole country. <laughs> yep. It was really funny. Nice. That he got into this huge rant about it, uh, but it was a very very funny show. Nice, really good show.
0: Yeah. See, I save my podcast so. for when I'm working and. I put like thirteen hours in on Tuesday because officially I'm still a contractor. I you know I can get overtime and they don't want to pay my overtime for that. So Friday I only had to work three hours. so I didn't even listen to anything on Friday. Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's a good one. I'm hearing me briefly in two spots. Aside, <laughs> uh, it's one of the funnier episodes uh, that they've done nice. in quite a while. Nice. So.
0: Well, I could hear I could hear uh, you and
1: I in the background when we were
0: when we were sitting there when they were doing I Saw comics. Oh yeah, you, you could hear you and I kind of laughing in the background a few times, and you could tell it was us.
1: Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't uh, download that one. Oh yeah, we. It's funny we were actually talking about that because Walt said, um, I, "I said to Walt, uh, so Ming took that uh, that weird PS3 home." Oh he was okay. Like, How'd you know that? And I said, you guys mentioned it at some point on, on the show. He's like, no, that, was, that would have been ICell Comics. You listen to iSell Comics. You just admitted. it. I'm
3: like, I don't listen to iSell
1: Comics. <laughs> <laughs> we got this whole thing. Nice. Like, I swear it all listen to it. I pulled out my phone. I, I'm showing him my list. I'm like, look, it's not even in there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm telling you, you guys and Brian jumped in, too. He's like, no, 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 that must have been sell Comics. Just admit it. he was nice. <laughs> nice. It became a whole thing. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> you were Ming. You were just Ming. <laughs> so I know, I, at some point, Ming mentioned it, but somebody walked in to the stash. Mm-hmm. Because I, I went in there one time, and there was a PS3 behind the, behind the counter. Well, I remember and you it telling it that story, yeah. had all these yeah. stickers. Yeah. yeah, it had all these weird stickers on it and everything. And I said, what's the deal with the PS3? And he said, some weird guy just came in and asked me if he could trade it for like a couple of comics. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Uh." he's like, yeah, I don't know. But I said, yeah. So he took his comics and I got a PS3 here. <laughs> nice. So Ming took it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so you're
0: saying that you listen I-, I Sell Comics.
1: Eh. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> every day.
0: I just downloaded It'd that be, one that we were sitting in with those guys, because I had a feeling yeah. we could hear each hear us a couple times, because uh, yeah. Mike kept asking us questions and stuff, and we were trying to stay low, but, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and that was the other thing. Like, as I was waiting, you know, I got my stuff, and I was waiting around. Ming and Mike were recording back there. Right. And at, at one point, he brought up uh, Injustice. Oh, and I was about to say something and I just waited. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to barge in on that and be like, Hey, uh, you know? Yeah. I always feel weird about that. Um, But I let them go with their thing. And when they were done or when they were playing, they were playing a trailer or something so that people could hear the audio. Sure. And I, I leaned over to, to Ming and I was like, I've played that a couple of months ago. And he's like, what? I said I played it a couple months ago. He's like, "How was it?" i was like, "It's pretty fucking awesome." He's like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> um, but then they went immediately went on to something else. Sure, so. sure. Um,
0: Plus, you don't want to be caught but, dead yeah. on Saw comics. So,
1: exactly. No. I don't,
0: I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Walt um, will never let you hear the they, end of it.
1: But that's the thing, like with Mike and Ming, they're, they've got their own thing and they're, they're very much doing their own thing. They, they don't seem, well, I haven't listened to it, so I don't know, but I don't think that they're like big on, Hey, come sit down talk to us. Right. You know, where, uh, like Brian and Walt and, and Quinn are always. Yeah. If somebody steps down, they always around, pull them on. Yeah. If people are around and they're talking about something, they'll be like, mm, step up to the mic. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And you'll just be there, you know. Yeah. I I laid low this last time because I was just kind of hanging out and listening and enjoying. Um, I did. I I threw at one point because uh, what's his name? Um, uh, get him. Steve Dave was get him. in there. Yeah. Get him. Uh, um, he's not that bad a guy in person. You freaking uh, hate him. Yeah. <laughs> He's not that bad a guy, (laughs) all, but uh, he immediately got on mic, and I was like, "All right, I'm staying out of this." Oh boy! Uh, And at one point, they were saying something, and I threw a joke in, and it got a pretty good laugh, and I was like, "Nice," (laughs) I felt good about that. (laughs) So, um, at his expense, Uh, and then I threw a joke in later. At at, I think that got cut out because I don't, I didn't hear it uh, when I was listening, so I think a bunch of the get stuff got cut down. Um, but I threw a joke at Brian's expense later on and that got a big laugh too. Nice. And you could hear that one. So that was pretty good. <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, it was cool. Nice. I mean, that's, Making that's me jealous. what I did. Well, you were living it up at MGC. We were living it up bastard. at MGC. It was man.
0: Well, Saturday when we re recorded, I'd only had like three hours of sleep and the night before I had only had a couple hours of sleep too. So I was I was a zombie until Sunday. I man, I was <laughs> in bad shape, and it wasn't from the drinking; it was just from the lack of absolute sleep. But yeah, because uh, what was it? I went to bed. Well, when we went out for karaoke, we got back and we hung out with um, uh, Ricky. Duty showed up and, and his roommate, and what, I didn't know those guys were coming. And then um, uh, Soren and Eric from Denmark. We all kind of sat out right outside the. Uh, the restaurant there at the, at the hotel, there's like that big leather couch thing, and you know that little business center and everything. So we all sat out there, and all of a sudden, I I finally looked up at my phone. It was three thirty in the morning. I'm like, okay, I gotta go. I said, I gotta get up early. So I went to bed at. I think I finally fell asleep about three thirty. I got up at six fifty eight on Saturday morning and just got going. Nice. Oh man, that was a rough, rough day. <laughs> I'm I'm very happy that at the retroids party I ended up. uh I was talking to to, D, uh, to JD out in the hallway. He's the one that runs the, the museum and, and owns most of the stuff in the museum. And I was talking to him out in the hallway, and then Gennardi came over, and I started talking to him. And I think I was out in the hallway for like an hour and a half. Mark came out the door looking for me. He thought I went to bed. So he came out looking for me, and I was just standing right there. But I, it was nice because that kind of kept me from drinking a little bit, and I could actually get through the night. Uh, but, yeah, it was... It was crazy. Like the party itself was nice too because it wasn't as un- ungodly hot in there as it usually is, you know, because we always have to open all the doors. <laughs> so we had the doors yeah. closed and we really, the, the asshole factor was pretty low. We had a couple of guys come through that were just stinking drunk, but mostly it, it was less people than last time as a good thing. And you know, Gallop and Ghost had all their no. stuff on one side now, so you could just go over there in the arcade area, or you could just hang out by the by the tables and everything. So it just it was a great party. By you know, nobody got stupid, nobody got crazy, and it was a lot of fun this year.
1: There were less people there because they all found out I wasn't coming. Yeah, they just went to so bed at nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. they said, "Forget it, <laughs> I, I'm not going if, if Josh is not going to be there." Except for, damn it. Except for my potential cousins from Denmark, yeah, uh, and they better come back out next year. Oh my God,
0: <laughs> don't, don't! I feel bad for them coming Dude. out already, man. Although they did my bring me bottle of scotch.
1: So. My grandmother grew up in Denmark. She came here as a little girl. Jeez, oh, I'm, I'm that I'm like one generation removed from the country. I mean, come on. <laughs> It's ridiculous.
0: (laughs) Well, I do hope that they come again, but I really don't want them to because I don't want them to spend that kind of money just coming to MGC. It it, it was so cool to meet them, though. It was was just a blast to hang out with those guys. And, and, um, I mean, like, poor Soren, like, broke his cell phone so he had to walk it over and get it fixed and all kinds of crap. But it it was really fun and met a lot of new people this year. A lot of new people came. And, um, yeah, it was... I mean, with without you there, there was one nice thing, and that was I really didn't have any responsibilities this year. So, because I, I didn't bring anything for a table or nothing. So I just got to hang out and, you know, have fun with everyone and, you know, go up to the vendor room with a bunch of people or go eat lunch with a bunch of people or, you know, whatever. Because a few people were in town, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, a few people were in town on, on Thursday. We went out for a while. And then Friday, uh, we actually didn't do a lot during the day. We went to breakfast at that one place that has all that humongous food. Um, So we went there, and then we really didn't do too much during the day, and then we rallied everybody up uh, for the bus, and then we left, and then we got to the restaurant, and uh, Tom and Ken... Tom didn't come on the bus with us. Tom from Amplified Gamers didn't come on the bus with us because he had a tournament that night, and he was going to ride back with Ken. Yeah, they brought Dale, too, because we forgot to pick up Dale. I forgot to pick up Dale. (laughs) Nice. so terrible, man. (laughs) I mean, I was apologizing up and down, but yeah... We're going to do the bus next year it sounds like so I'll make sure I have a list and I check everybody off cuz oh my god I feel terrible. So <clears throat> but it was it was awesome seriously it was it was a great time and uh Sunday was nice like everybody was kind of not too many people were actually really hung over this year for for Sunday unlike last time or the last few times actually. But uh yeah just really mellow day on Sunday and I'm telling you again it's
1: cuz I wasn't eh, there. Probably.
0: Nobody cares about seeing me. They just want to see you. That's the way I am. I don't even want to look at myself in the mirror when you're not around. Um, Exactly. Yeah. But then I went over. um, uh, Sam was staying at Mark's house Sunday night because he flew out Monday. So Sigma Omega came over and uh, I went over to Mark's, Mark and Jesse's. And uh, we cooked a a ton of food on the grill and uh, got to hang out with them. And here I'm sitting there BSing with everybody the whole night, you know, and and I'm telling Mark, I'm like, well, I'm going to take off, just go back to Rocks and stay there tonight because I was just going to work in Milwaukee on Monday. And we're talking, we're talking. Then uh, he's like, all right, I got to run Sigma Omega back to the hotel. And I'm like, what time is it? It's like 11:30. I'm like, shit. I'm like, well, I guess I'm staying here tonight. <laughs> so I crashed at the singers like old days, and like like old times. Also, the cat was on my chest when I woke up in the morning. So, <laughs> damn, Anakin. But. Yeah, it was awesome. We like I had we we had season three of Archer running on Netflix in the background, none of us were watching it. We were just BSing the whole time. So uh Mark pulled out the the Turbo Duo and we played some games on there, uh showed him how to play Lords of Thunder and then of course we're talking about Mark Sanger, so obviously the Show Niki came out at some point in the night and he had to show that off. Him and his show Showoniki uh. games, man. I don't know about him. But uh no, it was it was a really, really good MGC and and I'm glad we got to meet everybody and I'm glad Josh wasn't. There. I mean, um, I wish Josh would have been there. And Son of ah. It was. It was. I will say this: Saturday was packed. I mean, it is the most people they've ever had there. I, it has to be. And uh, it was never that bad, but I mean, it was. You could tell when you walked in. You're like, geez, and and they were saying that they raised the price for the like by ten bucks because they had to cover the additional rooms and everything. But they raised the price also to try to maybe weed some people out a little bit because they were they're outgrowing that place. And yeah, and they sold out faster than they did in any of the other years. So it's they're looking for bigger venues again. So it either might be downtown, or there's some other ideas. But yeah, it's it got crazy this year. Javits
1: Convention Center in New York. <clears throat> no, then it wouldn't be the Midwest Northeast. Yeah, you can gaming call it the Midwest Gaming Classic <laughs> if it was in
0: friggin' New York, you dummy.
1: <laughs> well, it's Midwest from Europe, so <laughs> sure, it works. Oh, yes.
0: So no, I, it was it was great. I like I said, we always we always hope that we don't oversell it, but it sounds like everyone had a great time, and that's really all that matters. So it was great to see some old friends, and it was great to meet everybody new. It was it was a blast. So
1: well, I'll tell you, I was busy writing up the uh, gaming inspired room for the baby.
2: Yeah, 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 article. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yes, pretty cool. So actually, people who didn't see that. People who don't follow Twitter yeah, uh, and who don't normally go to the website, go to psnation.com and scroll down a bit. Uh, or just look up uh, Gaming Baby <laughs> and you'll find it. It's Gaming Baby? I put up an article about the room. I posted a bunch of pictures. Uh, cause some people have been asking about that, uh, to see what was done in his room with the Patapon's and the Loco rocos and sack boy and the, all the bright people colors. from journey yeah. and Ico and Yorda and even Nibbler shows up at one point. <laughs> uh, so yeah, all the stuff on the walls, uh, that, that, uh, my cousin painted, um, so yeah, it's all up there.
0: I've been and in there, that room. If,
1: I'm you want to Check it out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Was it done? I think it was.
0: It was almost done. You said you wanted to add a couple of the, the clouds. I think and the clouds. Stuff. Yeah, but you yeah, said it was essentially I did that.
1: done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's up there if people want to see it because I know people had been asking about it. So
0: yeah, definitely. It's very nice. Go very well website. done. Look,
1: thank. You. I just give you shit. And thank, uh, my cousin, uh, who's on Twitter at, and at her own website, Meowlexa, dot com, or at Meowlexa. There you go. Uh, and tell her what an awesome job she did. Yeah. Uh, because essentially I had the idea and I was going to paint it myself. And my wife was like, you're not going to do that. (laughs) Once again, your wife is the,
0: is the uh, smarter one of the two.
1: I, I can, I could have done it. I, it wouldn't have, come out the same it wouldn't have come out anywhere near the same because my in my head the patapons were much smaller yeah and when she first drew them up there i was like wow that's kind of big and i was like you know what that makes more sense because there's a lot of wall space to cover <laughs> <laughs> so it would have been very different if i had done it but i still could have done it um but she did a fantastic job yeah, that's pretty she nice really, really i mean she's an artist yeah that's what she does. So. Um, she really did a great job with all of it and everything we kept throwing in there. Could you do this? Well, what about this? <laughs> and it just ballooned into this crazy mess of characters all over the place and she took care of all of it. So Like I
0: said, yeah. I can't wait until he's about eight years old and hates video games. Uh, oh I am know. I gonna laugh. I am going to enjoy that enjoy the au jus of the child hating video games. <sighs>
1: Then he can repaint his room if he wants. <laughs> Learn a trade, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, and Lou said that she was like, "Well, what happens when he gets older?" I was like, "Then we'll paint over it. I don't care. It's no big deal." Or he'll, he'll t-pitch, all of the it. kids it's will make cool. fun of him. Yeah, yeah. I think all the kids are going to be jealous. Actually,
2: They'll be like, "This
1: is bad." Well, ass. yeah. When they're when they're younger. Yeah, that's fine. That's all we need. <laughs> it's it's all right with me. <laughs> nice. I, I've got no problem with it I mean I, I did it knowing that it would not be there forever that it'll probably get painted over at some point but I wanted it uh, to be something he would enjoy yeah. now and he does every time you bring him into the room he's he's looking at all of them he stops and he's, he he focuses on one and he reaches for them and he's, he's very excited about it I can't wait until he's a, a little bit older and I can pull out one of the games and start playing it and he'll be like Hey, wait. That's the stuff that's on my walls. <laughs> like, I start playing Loco Roco or Patapon. He'll be like, what the? F-
3: hey.
1: <laughs> that's going to be awesome.
0: Uh, well, let's take a break before I do my what, what we're playing because uh, we're kind of front end loaded here. So, yeah. Take a break when we come back. I'll do that. And then we'll get into our reviews and uh, the email bag from hell. And uh, we'll get going here. We'll be right back. So I don't have nearly as long of a list as you did for what we're playing. Uh, but I did have a few things. I've uh, been playing a lot of Pinball Arcade. You know, kind of got that, that itch now that we... Uh, I actually got to sit down and talk to those guys a little bit at MGC. But also, I mean, they've just been releasing tables like crazy the last couple of weeks. So I wanted to play the new ones. Uh, so went in and played the new one that came out just this last week called Attack from Mars, which is a fantastic table. Uh, it's a tough table. It's really, really fast, but... Uh, the representation's pretty good. I, I'm really enjoying that one, and I'm doing pretty good on the leaderboards with that one on my friends list. I think I'm beating everybody on my friends list on that one right now. Uh, also, an older table called Genie. Uh, this is actually a pretty cool table, though. It's a, it's a wide-body table, one of the last ones they ever made. Uh, it actually has five different flippers in it, too. So it's got three in the bottom, and then it's got almost a separate play field up in the upper left-hand corner. Uh, really complex table. I, I'm having a little problem like seeing where things have to go every now and then just because of the color scheme. Uh, not their fault. It's it's the way the table looked. But uh, I've been pl- I played that quite a bit today. Actually, just trying to get a better score on it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's it's worth it. Uh, also, went back and started working on No Good Gophers, which is a fantastic table. Uh, almost got a full. You, you basically it's a golf game. So you try to get through a hole. Eight, you know, nine holes, eighteen holes, and I almost got through all nine holes today, uh, but fell just short with a really cheap <clears throat> cheap ball loss. I'm a little pissed about that one. And then the one that I won because I beat Dan Lucan on I think three tables, uh, the Star Trek Next Generation table, which is really really good, complex table. Complex as all hell for the, some of the missions and everything, but excellent table. It's really cool because you know that was a, a licensed table, so they actually got the voice actors from the show to to do voices for it. It's a, they didn't just take clips out of the show and put them in the in the table. They actually had them record some sound or some uh, voice work for it. Uh but it is really good table. It's it's it plays great on this game too. So uh loving it. And then I grabbed uh from PlayStation Mobile, I grabbed this one. It's a smaller title, I think it's like $2.99, I believe. Uh kind of a weird platformer called Out of Mind. Uh I, I only played about 20 minutes of it so far. But it's got this really cool retro, like kind of not even 8-bit look, but almost it reminded me more of um kind of an 8-bit slash Neo Geo slash. Almost Genesis feel, because uh, he's got a couple planes of scrolling, but it's really I don't know it, it's it's an odd mix of graphics, but it's a lot of fun. But it's not just a simple platform. There's definitely a lot going on in it. Uh, very big map. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with it. But so far, really liking it, and I would I would recommend it to people that like platformers. Uh, also, one that <clears throat> I think we talked a little bit about last week at MGC, but. Mark had this game for the PSP that he imported on UMD called Gunhound EX, I believe it is. And it's actually from a, a team called G-Rev. And they, they're they kind of an indie developer, but not... They're kind of a bigger indie developer. Uh, I think they, they're they the ones that did Last Hope for the Dreamcast slash Neo Geo and a couple other games. So this one he, he had on his PSP, and I, I played it. And it's actually kind of a side-scroller uh, where you're in this giant mech. And, you you know, you're shooting and everything, but you also have a punch move, and you've got some other moves as well. And I, I think I mentioned on the podcast last week, but it's kind of very similar to this series called Assault Suit, Assault Suit Linus. Uh There's the one on the Saturn, and it's also on the Super Nintendo. In the U.S., it's called Cybernator, which uh, is one of my favorite games on the SNES. It, it's kind of got that feel, but really great game for the PSP. Huge explosions, great frame rate, uh, really great graphics, a lot of fun, awesome sound, uh, and and the cool thing is, it's on the Vita store in Japan. So I actually hmm. got some points. For, there's there's this website that that Mark sent me to uh, to get some PSN points from Japan, and took about like three or four hours after I made the order, but it was pretty decent price. I got three thousand yen for forty one bucks. And uh, they sent me the code, threw it in there, and I, I downloaded it. And looks great on the Vita. You know, some people have been talking about how sometimes there's some color bleed from PSP games on the Vita, that kind of thing. Uh, but it looks great, sounds great, plays great, and um, it, it's really weird that it came from G-Rev, because they've always been kind of known as a lot of their stuff looks great, but it just doesn't really usually play very well. I mean, I own Last Hope on on the Dreamcast and. Um, I had some problems with it. Last Hope's kind of an old school shmup. They kind of made it like last resort and a couple other shmups out there, but, um, <clears throat> no r- loving it. So if, if you have any way of getting, if you have a Japanese Vita and you want to download it off the web or off the store, or you can import the UMD if you still have a PSP, uh, highly recommend it. It's, it's excellent. It's, it's a tough game too. It's, it, uh, it's in Japanese obviously, but it's an action game. So you really don't need to know any text. So it's, it's, it's awesome. I'm, Fell in love with it. Been playing it quite a bit, actually, like at lunchtime.
1: Wait a second. Hang on. Say the name again?
0: I believe it's Gunhound HD. Or EX, I mean. Pretty sure.
1: Okay, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. I can get it on Amazon.
0: Yeah. I think they have... But how much is it on there? Because it's actually a pretty cheap game.
1: Uh well the well I don't know if that's direct from Amazon forty four ninety nine but I always go to the merchants the featured merchants right and it's as low as thirty five bucks
2: oh
0: yeah because I think on <coughs> I think on PlayAsia, it's around like thirty five ish something like that uh it's actually no it's up to thirty eight mm. ninety now on on. On Play Asia, but it, seriously it's a great game. Look it up on YouTube. There's a couple of uh trailers out there, uh some extended play trailers, that kind of thing. And it it's a lot of fun. It's I, I really like it. So uh very surprising. So nice unique little gem that uh that Mark showed me. So very happy about that. And and actually now I have something more to play on my Japanese Vita besides the soul sacrifice demo and a bunch of PC engine games. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, very cool. Um and then also, obviously, God of War Ascension. I'll be talking about that after you talk about golf. And I got to play Bioshock Infinite. So our review copy got here, but I wasn't home and I didn't really have it until... What was it, like a day before the game came out? We got it. And uh, before I sent it out to Josh, I, I decided to throw it in and play it one night. I played for about... <clears throat> I'm thinking about four hours. And this is my favorite Bioshock. By far. <laughs> now... Obviously, coming from me, that that doesn't really hold a lot of weight, though. I'm not a big Bioshock fanatic. (laughs) But, you know, I want to be honest about it. I'm not the big Bioshock guy. You know, I I, I always respected the first two games. I love the style and everything else, but uh, I I just couldn't get into it with all the plasmids and everything else. So this one's got kind of like plasmids light, I would call it. It, It's got some stuff there, but I don't think you really use it as much, so far at least. But, man, uh, just... The, not only the visuals and everything else, but how they're laying the story out and you you figure out the time period and everything else and it's it's this it's this weird culture that you get into, and how they unfold the story in front of you is so superbly done uh, just in terms of pacing and everything else so far that it really hooked me, and i'm surprised because i I knew I would love the game, but i didn't know if I would love playing it you know I, I didn't know if i would be one that i want to watch mm-hmm. somebody else play through but uh very very impressed so far uh just really a lot of fun and uh the puzzles aren't too bad you know and, and the shooting's actually a little bit better it's still not a shooter you still can't go down the sights or anything but uh you know you you still got some powers like the and stuff but i don't think it's as heavy as that but love the cre- the character design and uh just how columbia looks and mm-hmm it it just has this it just has this life to it you know that you can feel when you're playing the, through the game
3: mm-hmm.
0: um and and all this political stuff that goes on in the background and there's some racism stuff there and and uh pretty interesting stuff so uh i know you just got it today so hopefully you'll uh you'll be able to pop that in pretty soon and play cuz i think you're really going to love it
1: Yeah, it's going to be a couple days at least before I touch it, but yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I figured it was going to be good either way. I figured I was going to like it. (laughs) Uh, I haven't read any... It's funny because as big a fan of Bioshock as I am, you know how I am with spoilers and everything. So I've pretty much avoided everything. Everything like all the preview coverage, all the trailers that have come out, all the right. articles that have come out, every I haven't read or seen any of it. And then all the reviews started to hit and I saw that it was getting like really great reviews. Like yeah. I I kept seeing scores popping up on Twitter and things like that. Um but I haven't read anything. Right. Uh so which you don't want I to because I
0: read one. And I I kind of skimmed one and it was got really close to spoilers. I'm like, "All right,
1: I'm done." Yeah, exactly. So. Um I mean, the only thing I read was an interview with Ken Levine. Like, I was um, back several issues in Wired, and suddenly there was an article in there about Bioshock Infinite. And I'm like, holy crap. Nice. (laughs) It it was from like two months ago. Um, So I read that, and that was actually really, really interesting. I mean, they don't spoil anything at all, obviously, um, but they just talk about... Uh, the fact that he's been wanting to, to make that, that transition, that, that game that, that crosses over in a way. Right, like, right. There are movies that everybody, you know, cult, cultural touchstones, essentially. And there are movies that are like that. There are TV shows that are like that. There are even books that are like that to a certain extent. But video games haven't had that thing. Yet. Yeah. I mean, Call of Duty sells an insane, obscene amount of copies, <laughs> but it's not that crossover thing. Like, there's th- millions upon millions of people who don't know anything about it and right. who wouldn't care about it. Uh, but that was his whole thing with this. The story was very, very important with it, and he wants it to be that thing that crosses over. I I don't know that it will because video games just have a heart. They still have a stigma with a lot of people uh, that they're kid stuff or that they're they're just for pasty nerds in basements and things like that. Um, with maps on walls, uh, but <laughs> it's you know it's one of those things that would be really cool if it did. I'm from the the little bits and pieces i see on twitter because i i even avoid when i see bioshock written on twitter i avoid it because i'm afraid somebody's (laughs) going to spoil something um but i've seen little things like even in that wired article they were talking about as much as they had seen they said it has the potential to be that thing that crosses over and really is talked about everywhere in time magazine on you know the Jay Leno show on the view on wherever, just everywhere that it could hit that, but will it, you know, Mm, I I don't know. I don't know that it will. I think video games are still kind of in their own little world. It's, it's going to be years. I mean, people are just starting to glom onto video games in the most basic way with iOS stuff and things like that. Right. And Facebook games. So it's, it's spreading culturally that way. And it's going to be a couple of years before those people say, you know what? I want something more than this. And they start to look into some of the bigger stuff that's out there. And it grows and grows and grows from there. I mean, we're in the infancy right now of the industry. Uh, You know, it's like Edison (laughs) with his, (laughs) with his black and white movies and stuff like that. uh, That can only run for a couple of minutes. And you know it's bad acting and things like that uh, <laughs> compared to where it'll be twenty thirty years from now. So,
0: well, one thing yeah. I really liked about it is the fact that, and and this was the way in the first Bioshock I thought too, but I, I actually think they do it better here. But um, how you don't know what you're doing, and mm, you yeah. discover and and learn about the the world that you're in at the same time the player is, you know, as yeah. the character is doesn 't rush you at all that 's the other thing it, it really lets you kind of absorb what you're what you 're in and and what you 're doing and what needs to be done and it doesn 't reveal everything to you you know you 're kind of going on faith a little bit and it makes uh there there's already been a couple of cases where i 've had to make a decision and it 's a tough decision <laughs> like, and it puts a timer on you and i 'm like
2: oh
0: yeah, so it's it's um it's it's very well laid out that way, and uh, like I said, the like the first three four hours at least, uh, the pacing is second to none. It, it's absolutely perfect.
1: That's one of those things that a lot of games get wrong. A lot yeah. of games, they they rush you through. They might have a good story in there, but they they they're trying to rush you from spectacular event to spectacular event, and they're not giving the story time to breathe. and you know I think the original Bioshock did that to a certain extent but you know almost from what you've said and from what I read um, elsewhere in that article uh, that this seems to be that way this seems to be because the story is important and really I think a lot of games would do well to, to look at that and understand that that yeah, it's a video game, and yes, you want to keep the player engaged, and you want them, you, you know, you build these spectacular set pieces, but you need time to to just let the story soak in and just let the the world breathe. Yeah, definitely, and, and let the people just be there and yeah. do their thing and understand it more. And uh, I think a lot of games would do a lot better, would work a lot better if. Uh, they took that into into account when they when they wrote them and and made them, so hopefully this will get a lot of people 's attention because from what i understand it 's it 's reaching the the top of all the charts Metacritic yeah, and yeah. whatever else uh with the scores it 's getting so
0: well the the one thing that 's definitely different about this one compared to the first bioshock is that this city is actually something that's happening right now. It's not like in Bioshock where everybody's Mm -hmm. gone and you're trying to figure out what happened after the fact. So you've got the civilization there, you know, you're walking past people talking all the time and you can eavesdrop in on everybody and you can get into conversations. That alone makes it so different. And um, Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I really have had a good time playing it so far, and that's why I actually almost downloaded it the other night because I sent it off to you, and you were like, "Oh, you don't have to," and all that. But you know, obviously, you're doing the review for it, and I have other stuff to play. But I keep thinking about it now that I finished God of War, and I, I've got Tomb Raider that I bought, which we never got a copy of that, so that's kind of on the back burner. But I'm, I kind of want to play Tomb Raider too because everybody keeps talking about it. And I'm like, well, what do I want to play? Do I want to play Bioshock or do I want to play Tomb Raider? So, (laughs) which is weird. I I never thought that I would be this way about a Bioshock game. But, um, yeah, I I really want to play it some more. So. Cool. Yeah. Uh, And then I haven't watched any movies or anything, but a lot of Archer. Like I said, we, we watched all of season three at Mark's and I've been watching a lot more of them. And I think my TiVo missed an episode of Arrow. Because the new oh. one from this week, no, the new one from this week had like this, uh, had like previously an arrow and I'm seeing all this crap like, whoa, I never saw any of this crap. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it got me up to speed, so I'm fine. But, uh, yeah, this last episode was
1: awesome. You know, we, we did that uh, when we were trying to catch up. Yeah. I, I'm i looking through them and I'm like, I think we're on this. No, we're definitely on this one. Because I, I started one and I was like, okay, we saw this. And I flipped to the next one. Yeah. And it goes previously and it shows all this stuff. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, yep. what? Wait, <laughs> stop. And I stopped it. And I went back and I'm like, did we ever finish that previous episode? Did we stop? She's like, I fell asleep in the middle of it. I'm like, damn oh. it. So I had to fast forward and I'm like, this is where you fell asleep. Okay. Yeah, and then we team. watched the end of it, and I'm like, "Okay, okay, now
0: like the I get previ- it. They the the previously thing on this one, and it was um the main bad guy, basically, the guy that's running the city as far as we know, the other archer, like oh, the other people in the group, wait. oh wait, are you behind
1: i'm I'm at least i I didn't see this past week, so oh, I okay. think we didn't see the week before, so we might not have seen whatever oh, you're okay. gonna say,
0: all right, for yeah." That. But yeah. it was it was We're just at least weird I'm like whoa, two wait weeks. what how did I miss this? What?
2: what, what, what? <laughs> yeah. <sighs>
0: so but yeah. back up to speed on that Justified's been awesome. I think the series finale I think is or the season finale is next week I think, but uh yeah, it's it's man. There's some movies I definitely do want to watch, so I was hoping to do so today, but I didn't get anything done. I wanted to get done today. I played God of War and I've been rearranging my uh my gaming room here more cuz I've been playing some of the older games. I I went in and played um Oh, that's a couple of other things I played. I played, um, it was funny. I didn't even buy this at MGC. It's this, uh, you know, I've been getting all the the old baseball games whenever I see them. And one of them was the, in the Pro Yaku series, uh, the Pro Baseball Spirits. And it's for the PS2. It's uh, Pro Yaku 2003. I got it at the, the Japanese market we always go to down in Chicago when we go down there. <clears throat> There's a little video rental store, and every now and then they'll have a little rack of video games they're selling. So I threw that in. Huh. Boy, the computer kicked my ass. I think I lost like 18 to 1. Like, it was just a beating. Uh, They they were hitting every one of my pitchers, and yeah. But, man, that game looks so good on the PS2. Like, obviously there's a difference, especially on the characters, but still, it just looks so fantastic on the PS2. It amazes me how good that stuff looks. Uh, And I put Gradius V in and played that for a while, because that's just one of the best PS2 games ever. And played MLB... Like the show two thousand six. I don't know if they called it the show back then. I have to look again, but played two thousand six, played a game of that. That was kind of funny. Uh just going back to the old school stuff. And played a couple of the PS two games and then played some stuff on the duo, some of the stuff I bought. Uh played the game Tailspin, which it's pretty good. But played some of that stuff and then uh put the SNES up and or hooked the SNES up and played some stuff on the SNES and surround sound, you know, like Act Razor I just bought and uh played some Gradius Three and yeah, it's been Kind of cool. So I'm moving the laser displayer upstairs this week. And then I'm going to grab the video processor that I've been using for that on the high def TV. I'm going to grab the video processor and I'm going to start doing some test runs for game school this week. So hopefully we can start that in a couple of weeks when I'm back home. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so I'll be home all this week again. I'm going to try to do some tests during the week and which is nice. Now that we're recording tonight, I'll have some time because I'll edit the show on Monday and I'll have time on Tuesday to do it then. But hopefully get into that in a couple of weeks. I'll probably start with Super Nintendo. Yeah. Make you watch it. <laughs> Super Nintendo <laughs> like Chalmers. I have time to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll watch it, son of a bitch. <clears throat> so, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I'm. I don't know what what time I'm getting back from the Easter shenanigans tomorrow, but I'll probably watch a couple movies tomorrow night. I'm in the mood. So, uh, Tiger Woods, you've had some time to play it.
1: Something like you've been playing Woods. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing it a lot. I've been trying to get through all the different modes, uh see all the the fancy stuff that's going on there. Um So, yeah, I mean at its core, it's essentially the same game, of course. It yeah. always is. And we're nearing the end of the life cycle, so they're they're gonna do less and less, obviously, with with improvements and things like that. Uh one thing I will say uh, that surprised me, and remember, like last year and even the year before, there were all kinds of problems with the mechanics with the swing mechanics, with the right. putting, especially the putting was just a nightmare all of a sudden, right. It seems like they switched everything back this year, really, at least it feels that way i like i I said earlier i I created my character like I do every year i and playing it whatever the default mode was, which I do every year, and I'm dropping these I'm dropping the the ball my approach shots are insane. I can mm-hmm. get within five feet of the cup a good seventy to eighty percent of the time Wow, and you know fifteen feet at at the out at the outside um but usually like the the one tournament I was playing today. I had uh, 16 birdies, one Eagle and a par. (laughs) I mean, it was insane. Wow. Um, so I, I think one of the things is that, uh, one of the things that led to that, and I don't know if this is just for this historic edition because that's what we got. Um, right, e- right. EA sent us the Masters Historic Edition
0: with my famous uh, quote on Facebook because it says like nine, what is it the nineteen thirty six version of nineteen thirty four yeah, and I said oh I yeah. wonder if Tiger Woods is only a caddy on that course
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> um
1: but the thing is well you don't. I don't think anybody who wasn't white was allowed to play there until Tiger Woods did for the first time.
0: No, I think they they allowed him to play.
1: Are you sure? Because I thought that was a very very big deal when he finally went and they said, "Well, you can't go there because it was because that- it
0: was public." But I think they allowed blacks in, like in the eighties or nineties. And then, but the whole big—the big one was the women, because uh, oh, well, yeah, you don't want women selling women up the place. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are they, who do they bring in? Condoleezza Rice is the first one, which is hilarious. But I have to look that up. But I mean, we always make fun of the whole thing. I because I'm a I'm a Masters fanatic. I love the Masters. If it's on TV, I'm watching it. I mean, uh, I love the one year when the national organization of women was after him actually. And now actually started uh threatening sponsors. So uh Augusta National said, Screw it, we'll do it. we'll do the sponsoring all our all our own. So they had no sponsors one year and they still ran the tournament oh I'm sorry, the tournament and uh <laughs> did it all I mean they did it in Hall on Def and everything else, but because uh, 'cause I'm a golf nut. I I've always just been a golf nut, but um I saw that and I, I actually got kind of jealous and I wanted to play that game before I sent it to you, but I just didn't have the time because it'd be cool to see kind of how the course was laid out and, and everything back in the day. Because as a lot of other courses have done over the years, they've actually tried to quote-unquote tiger-proof the courses now.
2: Mm, yeah. So
0: they extended, a lot of, uh, they extended a lot of fairways. They put more sand traps in. Uh, they changed the sand trap configurations. They changed the greens. They put a lot more hills on the greens. You know, all kinds of stuff. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, back in the day how simplistic of a course it probably was. And I'm, I don't know if you played that course, but I'm hoping maybe the trees are even smaller, you know, and because they, they've planted a lot of trees over the years that, you know, to try to define the fairways a lot more. And so that, it, it interested me quite a bit. So, but yeah, I, I didn't get to play it, damn it.
1: <laughs> well, one of the, uh, did you see a couple years ago, uh, the Masters was in 3D?
0: yes they were that was one of the first three d broadcasts actually problem is my cable company
1: doesn't support that yeah uh, yeah it was on uh what was it? i it was either on e s p n three d or it was on the they, they simulcast did some kind of three d channel here yeah um so i did i watched some of it this was oh. maybe two years ago um I had the t v so it wasn't that long ago um but it was amazing, seeing yeah. because you could see the hills and you could see the depth. Like suddenly, when the ball came down, you were like, "Oh my god!" Like you could see exactly where it was going <sighs> to go. It's golf's tough when you're watching it on TV yes, it because is. you lose that depth and you can't tell from some of those camera angles what's going on. And in 3D, it's amazing.
0: Well, it, <laughs> it's what they really should do cool. is do like in hockey that that for that couple of years with a little blue streak on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I can't see Stupid the puck. Fox.
0: I can't see that big black puck on the white ice.
1: Yeah. It's a genius executive at Fox. Decided on that. Okay, so uh, some of the new stuff. Uh, they have Legends of the Majors, mm-hmm. which is kind of badass. <laughs> you start in 1860, and you play as... Oh, I forget the guy's name. Some dude in 1860. <laughs> uh, some dude in scotland who won the first tournament oh, in scotland God, I and he I was know. actually a, a caddy at the place oh really uh and decided to enter and he well, beat everybody yeah nice well who uh, kno-
0: but who it, would know that course better than a caddy though
1: exactly i
0: mean when i was a caddy i probably went on the course twice a day
1: yeah So you're out there all the time, but it's cool because they do for the old stuff, they do the old timey filter on it and it's all sepia toned and, you know, and it looks that way. But the, the funnier thing is that like the sound effects are different, uh, and the clubs are all named, whatever they were back in the 1800s.
0: And everyone's got a Billy Barul.
1: Yeah, exactly, because they, they all have just the weirdest goofy names. I, I don't remember them. I'll, I'll put them in the written review. Nice. I'll put some of them in there because they're hilarious. But the idea is you have to um, – you have nine golf legends that you're supposed to play as and play against, and you have to take them down to move from era to era. Oh, okay. And you go through six different eras of – Golfing history and work your way up to essentially tiger okay uh, so it's really it's a neat concept because you play in some of the biggest moments, like the second one is Bobby Jones, uh, and you know you work your way up from there uh, so you play in some of the biggest moments in golf history, which is a neat idea yeah uh, they do connected tournaments now. Um, where you can have up to 24 people playing all at once. Really? Essentially. Um, what it is, it's the way they do all the online stuff now where you don't see everybody. You don't wait for everybody. Everybody tees up at the same time and you just see the arcs come flying through, like the streak of the ball come flying through. Do they put a timer Um, on you? Uh, you can set that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 60 seconds 60 50 40 30 i think is as low as it goes okay to take to take a shot essentially so you set that up but you do that with all the online modes now and um you could have 24 arcs flying through the air that's awesome (laughs) as you're playing which is yeah really cool i mean you could have a full-on tournament going on essentially they've upped the country club limit to a hundred people i believe
0: Wow,
1: uh, Which is pretty sweet. Didn't you start uh, one or something I've got, for us? I set up PS Nation Country Club. It's mm-hmm. PS Space Nation. Just go in and look it up. You have to be... I didn't set it up to be a public one. It's private. So you just have to request an invite, and then I'll just let you in. But um, I didn't want just random people jumping <laughs> in. I wanted to save it for <laughs> our listeners and everything.
0: So do you um, allow black people or not? Uh... <laughs> uh <laughs>
1: If they're Tiger Woods good, then yeah, maybe just no Canadians, right? No Canadians, no Canadians. Fuck that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hell do I care? Uh, (laughs) So really, uh, it's set up. Nobody's in there now. I'm the only one in there at the moment, but we need people in there. Because I think it could be a lot of fun, actually, Uh, if we get a bunch of people in there and we can start uh, doing tournaments and whatever else. You've got – what else? Um, You can customize the golfers differently with uh, different swing styles and things like that. They say there's broadcast improvements. I haven't seen any evidence of that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it happens when – Maybe it happens when you hit the PGA tour. Um, but the, the lower-end tours, the commentary is pretty much the same as it's always been, and it's incredibly repetitive. <laughs> incredibly repetitive. It sucks. Uh, for all the years that they've been doing this, I, I can't believe this. Uh, they added chat within the club. Oh, cool. Club chat is what they're calling it. Uh, So you can do while you're in a tournament. Yeah. While you're in a tournament, you can have 11 people chatting all together. Wow. um, In your club, essentially, as you're playing. Wow. So that's... I don't know. 11 seems kind of low, but... eh, Yeah. It's fine. Considering these giant multiplayer games. True. Um. The coins and the pin packs, all that crap is back, and it's all just as pointless and junky as it was before. Yeah, <laughs> um, You know, you're given pins right off the bat, and I use them, and I was like, oh, yeah, the pins, oh, these are awesome, and then they ran out, and I'm like, okay, well, how do I earn them? Where are they? What do I do? <laughs> And it says you can buy them. You can buy them with the coins that you earn. (laughs) And I was like, okay, how many do I need? And it was like 4,000 minimum. Jesus. Which, now I've been playing, like I said, for 20-some hours. I currently have 8,000 coins. Wow. So it's 4,000, 8,000, and like 140,000 for the three different pin packs. (sighs) So I've been playing for 20 hours, and I'm just barely over 8,000 coins. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, think about that. Or, so 40, you, or you can go into the store, hours. Hours. Or, yeah. and you can spend real money. Yeah. A surprise.
0: <laughs> $60 wasn't enough uh, to pay for the game. I mean,
1: come oh, on. That's, yeah. that's the entry fee. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, the... Uh, they added the ability to uh, change up the time of day, yeah, like seriously change up the time of day. you can do early morning stuff um, you even you know when you start your tournaments uh, if you're first one off the tee, the sun is just coming up oh cool, uh, and you know it gets a little higher as you're playing and everything, but you, really you it neat. really you can change up the weather and the and the times you can do night golf essentially mm-hmm. <laughs> Does he play entirely in the dark ball? No, you know what it is. It's like the it's like 70s TV show night, you know? Oh god. It's like where they put the blue filter on it and you're good yeah. to go. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite that, but you know, it's it's still light enough. It's like a a full moon is out. You can see everything fine, but yeah. it's technically night. Cuz we um, actually
0: we actually do night golf here. Mm-hmm. And uh basically it's just a way to go out and get drunk and be outside cuz you get this like acrylic ball and you put this little, uh, you know how you have those glow sticks? So like yeah. they have these really small glow sticks and you shove it in the acrylic ball. And it hurts your hand every time you hit the damn ball with the club. And nice. you can't see anything in the course, even if, unless it's a full moon, that's about the only time. So you're walking around hoping that you don't fall in, into a pond, trying to find your ball all the time. And then you just go back to the clubhouse, drink more and play cards. Nice. Welcome to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've done that.
1: Yeah. Um the other kind of this is actually kind of cool. They added the LPGA. Really? So you can create your cuz you've been able to create a female golfer for a couple of years now. Um but you create one and you can join the LPGA oh, and wow. essentially go through that. So that's pretty freaking cool. I that actually is you know, I created myself, <clears throat> I pulled the game face down, the same game face from the picture <laughs> I took how did many you, years ago. Did
0: you put your picture on a woman?
1: No. Ugh,
0: I was no, going because,
1: because years ago, whenever I did this, back before we moved in here, years before we moved in here, um, when they started that game face thing, I took the, the front shot and the profile of me, and I took a front shot and a profile of Lou. Okay. Because they had just added the, the female side okay. to it. Um, so they've had it for years. <clears throat> um, but I created me, and the first time I did it, uh, the PS3 froze. Oh. And I had to reboot and go through the whole thing again. <clears throat> but the second time I went through it, you know, it said it could take up to 60 minutes and right. <clears throat> be ready for it. Second time I ran through it was like, 20 minutes, if that. Oh. Uh, and when I did lose, it was like 20 minutes. Um, so I did hers, and it's kind of cool, because you can create multiple golfers, and then you can just switch between them. They're just loaded up, and they're there. And you just pick one, or you pick the other. So, you know, when I was trying to bust through four rounds of three tournaments today, yeah, which... Each round takes a little over a half hour, even if you're speeding through it. Sure. So it's it's a little over two hours per tournament, um, and when you're doing four of them back to back like that, it's it gets to be a bit much. Um, so in the middle of it, you know, I do two rounds and then I jump out and do something with Lou's career because I set her up, and I'm like, I'm gonna try this whole. <laughs> LPGA thing. So I've got her as an amateur right now trying to work her way up to the LPGA. Um but it's neat. It's it's a different take on the courses because you're up at the women's tees and you know things are things are just different. So it's kinda cool. Uh it's a neat addition. I actually like that. Cool. Uh, And they also added, like we were talking about, the uh, Augusta National in 1934. Right. Uh, And it also has the Par 3 course um, and the practice facility uh, for Augusta National. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot they added that, too. uh, Which is kind of cool. They have uh, like a... Isn't
0: there a Par 3 course there, too?
1: Yeah, 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 that's what I said. There's, oh, okay, I'm sorry. They, they have the par three. Getting confused. Um, uh, but they also have, like, Inside Augusta National and Inside Augusta National, 1934. Mm-hmm. And with that, it says, Take a tour. You go in, you pick a hole, and it puts you at the T. And they talk about it, you know, like, this is oh, how wow. it was, and this is how it was set up, and why they did it like this. And then you can sort of not, 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 Exactly, walk around it, but you know, you zoom, you pan your camera all around the entire oh, hole, that's cool. and you can move around and look at it. And then, obviously, you can jump to, you can get out of there and look at it now and see the differences and everything. And oh, see that's what it awesome. looks like. So, yeah, it's it's really nice. Um, some of the things they put in there. Uh, so it's got all that stuff. Now, the other stuff, Uh, 20 championship courses are included on the disc. Okay. And I believe that's on either disc. I I don't think that's uh, just for... Yeah, that is on either disc, as far as I know. Um, One of the things they have, one of the special things in the historic edition is um, that's the Augusta National Practice Facility, the Par 3 course... Uh, the course layout from 34 and four additional courses. Okay. So that's what you get. That's the big difference. You also get uh in the historic players because uh, you can play as or against uh all these old crazy historic players like Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, all these guys. Okay. Bobby Jones. Um. Some of those are exclusive to the Historic Edition. Okay. Um, but a lot of them are available just in the regular edition. Cool. Uh, so the online... Uh, I played some of the online. There aren't really a whole lot of people playing online right now. Um, even when I got into a game, somebody else mentioned that. Hmm. He's like, are you finding anybody? Or is it me? Or It says there's like 600 games Online, but there's only like six of us in the huh. lobby. What the hell's going on?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, games take a long time. It's not like people are sitting in lobbies for. But yeah, well, does seem we
1: were. I sat in the lobby for a long time <laughs> before well. anybody even came on. Um, so it's weird. It's it's it seems hard to find people. Um, but you know the connections work really well. I had a couple games where most of the people had headsets. I had a lot of games where nobody had headsets, which kind of sucks. Yeah, Um, it's about
0: about normal, though.
1: But, yeah, you're going to run into that. Um, And that's one of those times I was playing with one of those guys. He said, he was asking me what I thought of it. He said, because he's having all kinds of problems. Really? Like, he was okay last year. But this year he just his short game is terrible, his putting is terrible, he can't figure it out huh. and i And I was like, well, that's weird because it's exactly the opposite for me. <laughs> I said it seems so much easier uh and one of the things is uh early in your career you know you unlock um you unlock clubs and, and outfits and whatever else. I don't know if this is just for this edition, but early, like within the first couple of levels, I unlocked these this set of Masters uh, clubs. Okay. All their stats were like off the charts. So huh. I switched to those clubs. And I think that's what's doing it. I think those clubs are so much better than anything else that they're making up for any deficiencies that I have. Probably. Because... Everything I've unlocked since then, every single club I've unlocked since then, is crap compared to those clubs. Huh. So I don't know why those unlocked so early. And same thing happened with Lou. Like, with her character, within the second or third level, and you you blow through levels really quick when you're playing. Right. The clubs were unlocked for her. And I was like, oh, geez, well, just use them.
0: Yeah, I couldn't. That's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> so, I mean it, it it's cool, but it kind of breaks the game in a way. Like you don't <laughs> really get to build yourself up. You you're just suddenly great, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Um the other thing, and I couldn't try this, uh we were talking about, you know, oh, I wish you could import your character. The guy said he was able to import his Tiger 13 character.
0: I thought you couldn't this year.
1: Well, I thought you couldn't either. And I went looking for it. My Tiger 13 saves are on the dead PS3. Ugh. They never made it to the cloud because I checked both PS3s. I checked the cloud. I've got Tiger 9, 10, 11, 12. I don't have 13 on anything. <laughs> so And and I have trophies for 13. So I had a save somewhere. It's on the dead PS3. Oh. It just never got pushed to the cloud. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so I can't even try it. I was going to go back, put in 13, create a character and then see if I could pull it through. But, uh, he said he was able to, um, but at the same time, he said he was able to pull his character through, but he was terrible in the game and he couldn't figure out why he was so terrible because his character had been built up and it should have been good. Um, so that's what he was trying to figure out whether, uh, something changed or what was going on. Um, so it might be possible to do i'm I'm going to have to create a character and try it uh, and i'll I'll bring it up in the written review whether it works or not. Cool, um, but it might uh so I mean those are the big things with it uh you know it works really well um now, down to the clubs uh this is this is the big problem again. It's okay. the same problem yeah. it's always been. Um, you have, you know, you have a pretty good number of of country clubs or whatever, of courses to play at. Uh, when you get to the PGA Tour, there are, because I went through and I looked at what was on the disc versus what was in the tour. One, two, there's a crap load of stops on the tour, but... One, two, three, four, oh, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten courses are not available. God. Uh, oh, wait. Well, one repeats. So nine courses are not Ugh. available. But that's out of five, ten, fifteen, twelve. Yeah, 20, but you know what? In my opinion, 30, if you're going to have
0: the PGA Tour on there, you should have every course that you're supposed to have on the tour on that disc. Yeah. That's well, absolute you should. crap.
1: You yeah, absolutely should. But how else are they going to make money off of you?
0: Other courses that aren't on the tour. I mean, yeah, like well, Black Wolf Run up here in Wisconsin, I would buy. But if it's on the tour, it should be on the desk.
1: Yeah, Black Wolf Run is actually not on the tour. Yeah, I know.
0: And that's, it is that's four, four years, I, was, I think it is.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was going to get at here. See, this is one of the things. So you pay all this money for this disc. Yeah. Uh, 60 bucks or 70, 80 bucks, whatever the historic edition is. Um, then they have a 14 course pack for 40 bucks. God. Uh, but if you have the historic edition, there's overlap there. Now there's also, a, a TPC course pack, like yep. a four pack of that, uh, which is another 10 bucks. So you're paying 60 Wait, forty, fifty bucks. Uh and then there are courses that are not in either of those two packs. So I, I added it all up and I think it comes out to like uh sixty five or seventy bucks if you buy every single course that's available.
0: So $130 uh, for the game.
1: Yeah, in the two packs and then the stragglers. But what I figured out today if you have like the historic edition at least Mm -hmm. and you get to the pga tour Mm -hmm. if you buy just the courses you're missing Mm -hmm. that are on the pga tour it's 37 dollars.
0: so you're still paying well if you have this historic edition what was that 80
1: bucks it's like 80 bucks yeah you're still paying 117 dollars but um but you can you know you you don't have to buy all those packs and you don't have to buy every single course. If, if you're a stickler for the PGA tour and you want everything that's on the tour and you have the historic edition, cause I'm not sure, you know, which one of these, which ones of these made it to the historic edition that aren't on the regular one, you know, that you'd have to buy those as well. Yeah. Historic edition is um, actually 70, 70. Yeah. Okay. It's still, so, you'd still have to pay, you know, if you if you just have the historic edition, you want those nine courses that are left over, it's going to be $37. Jeez. Um so then you'll have the entire PGA Tour. Um
0: I'm sorry, but if they're uh, if they're advertising the PGA Tour, which the game is called Tiger Woods PGA Tour 14, any course that's on the PGA Tour this year should be on that disc and you shouldn't have to pay extra for
2: it.
1: Yeah. It should be, but this is what they do every year, and this is what I've always had a problem with. Uh, it bothers me, the the nickel and diming, in that sense, yeah. that, you know, you're going to get to that point in the tour, and it's going to say, well, you know, buy the course or skip it. That's um, Yeah, it is, and I really don't like that. There's some cool stuff in here. It's a really good golf game. There's There's a lot of lazy stuff. You know, there's... The spectators still uh, do their stupid... You know, there's five animations total yeah. for all of the spectators, and you'll see, like, different characters side-by-side side doing the exact same animation at the exact same time. You get that lazy... Ca- um, the lazy crowd stuff. Uh, well, I think that'll get uh, better tr-
0: with with the new systems. I, I have a feeling they probably just did that so it yeah, doesn't tax it the system too much, you know.
1: But... Uh, they figured out how to do that in the show. Well, you know, but the show is confined in a
0: stadium. Mixed it now up. you've got this huge...
1: You know... Eh. Eh.
0: I'm just playing devil's advocate. Eh.
1: I'm blaming them. Let me blame them. <laughs> All right, blame them. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, the trees... You know, they look good from a distance and everything, but when you're sitting there and they're talking about the course and it's a static camera the trees look weird. Oh yeah. Like there's, they're, they're changing. They're not like swaying in the breeze. Like, like one set of leaves is there and then it gets replaced with a different set of leaves. And then it goes back to the first set of leaves. You know, it's like two different graphics dropping Hmm. over top of each other. (laughs) You might not notice it unless you're, unless you're looking, but I was sitting there just kind of watching it. And then when you take shots, and I, it's been this way with Tiger Woods for years, but that's the thing. They This is one of those lazy types of things that they never bothered to fix or just didn't see the need to fix. Right. Um, you'll... Some of your shots on the heavily wooded courses, uh, you know, as your ball is flying by, the trees physically change as your ball goes by them. Um. The Weird. It's exactly that, where there's a set of graphics for the leaves, and as your ball's going by, a new set of graphics comes in, and it looks completely different. Like the tree doesn't even, the tree changes shape essentially as your ball goes by. Right. Uh, so there's little things like that that are just annoyances that have been there forever, and they've never bothered to do anything about them. Um, there are birds that fly across your. You know, I, I hit a drive and you're up in the following the flight of the ball and down below you see birds flying by, but then all of a sudden they just, they vanish. They're like invisible birds all of a sudden. Um, so it was kind of neat seeing them at first. I was like, Oh, look, birds. Whoa. Where'd they go? (laughs) (laughs) Squirrel. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, there's, there's all those little minor annoyances that are still there. Um, and the major annoyance of the money. Uh,
2: it's
0: because yeah. it's
1: it's crazy that they're they're charging. I mean, they're doing it because people pay it. Yeah, that's the sick thing about it. People pay it, it's, or they wouldn't keep doing it, and they get away with it every yeah. year. Yep. Um, I mean, I might buy the courses for the for the tour, and the only reason I would is because I didn't actually pay for the Masters edition right, here. Right. Right. It was a, you know, was a review copy. Um, But, oh, man, I I do remember that last year, at some point, uh, the courses, most of the courses, if not all of them, went on sale.
0: Yeah, they did at some point, but I thought it was pretty late in the cycle.
1: It kind of was. Yeah. Uh, The other thing is, if you have your, um, whatever that EA thing is, the season ticket. Yeah. Uh, if you have the season ticket, if you're if you're that hardcore. Uh, <laughs> That's hardcore. Yes, you get twenty percent off all downloadable content. So you can get all those courses for twenty percent cheaper. God. It's like the PlayStation Plus of EA. Yeah. <laughs> essentially.
0: Except you're really not getting a lot of value. Unless you get everything yeah. the EA puts out and even still.
1: Yeah. And you get it three days before everybody else. Woohoo. Yeah, woo. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, and it's it's still a good golf game underneath. Um I think it's better this year than it was last year uh play-wise and everything and they've added some cool stuff, but there's still that that underlying uh, you know. Yeah. Um you feel like you're being so fooled
0: by EA every year.
1: Yeah, you do. And unfortunately, it's it's one of those things where you're like, well, what am I going to do? I mean, there's there's no other real competitive golf game on the market that golf, stands baby. up to it.
0: Well, but like <laughs> real know, golf.
1: I know. <laughs> that stands up to it. So, I mean, it's this or nothing essentially. And if you want, you know, the new features and things like that, you have to do it. Yep. And it's it sucks, but it's a good game underneath. I mean, I I'm yeah, I think yeah. I'm gonna give it an eight. I mean I'd give it a much higher I'd give it a nine or or more if not for all the 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 whole course thing and the lazy stuff. But with all that, I mean that knocks it down. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous that you have to pay for these things every single year. Yeah. I and agree. that they keep doing it. They they just rip these courses out. And the worst thing is, like when you're online I'm online and I, I go to set up uh, a, a play session, essentially. Right. So I go to set up my own room. You have a list of like 20, 28 things that you go through. You know, do you want this? Do you want mm-hmm. that? Do you want this? And you go through the 28 different things, and I'm flipping through the courses. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to play that one. So I pick that course. I get all the way to the end, and I hit go, create the room. And it says, error, you don't own that course. And it kicks you out. And you have to go back in and do it all over again. Like, it doesn't even tell you. It doesn't even gray out the courses that you don't physically own. So you just have to know of the... 40 courses that are listed there 40-50 courses that are listed there you have to know in your head which ones you own. Oh you you know that was a
0: conscious decision too.
1: Oh yeah Oh well they'll just
0: hit buy because they want to play that course.
1: No there isn't even a buy thing in there it just kicks you out and annoys the fuck out of you because you can't do anything about it. You have to quit out of the online entirely and then go into the store and then buy it. I mean you can buy it from the game. There's a pro shop thing of course that you can buy directly from the game. Sure. But you can't do it while you're on in the online session. It, it just drops your whole thing, and you have to restart it all over again and go through all those options all over again. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, that would, so that would that, annoy even me.
1: Yeah, that made me nuts uh, when I did that. So that's a huge annoyance, and that's just something that again that's lazy and it's also a way to well they'll get annoyed to the point where they'll just buy everything. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that's the thinking behind it. Probably. So yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Um so that knocks it down to an 8 at least. Underlying is a good game, but uh, there's too much of that crap in there that just it's not cool. Yeah. So
0: you know, I've, I've been yeah. uh, I've been wrestling back and forth in my head, like, all night if I should do this God of War review, because the problem is I couldn't get online. I haven't been able to get online with the game. Um, they're having a double XP weekend this weekend, and I sat in the lobby for over an hour today. Couldn't get into one match. And uh, I think I'm going to wait. Because I want to I wanna yeah. play the multiplayer, since they're making it such a That's big deal. That's a good deal. idea. Yeah,
1: I'm going to wait. So I'll do it yeah. next week. I mean we're only three hours in and we haven't even hit I know. Yet, so. <laughs> That's the other problem. <clears throat> yeah.
0: So, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. well, maybe it's better that I didn't play with Tiger before I sent it off then because that would have just annoyed the shit out of me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think you would have had uh, all kinds of problems with that yeah. stuff. Um,
0: oh, we're not doing number one. That's for something else.
1: Okay. Yeah. I didn't understand that one. Cause it doesn't even say what they're for.
0: It was from a live show that I gave a couple out and stuff.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. So,
0: all right, well let's get to these emails. Um, I don't know. You want to do this? Do the you can
1: one? do, I just talked for an hour. Oh, okay.
0: That's fine. <laughs> uh, this is from Alan Higgs and he says, hello, Josh and Torgo. I have a few questions to ask regarding the beloved PS Vita. Uh, number one, Gravity Rush 2 going to happen? No idea. I would assume so. It did really well. What mean no idea? Uh, they never said Gravity it's happening. Rush 2. Well, it's happening. All right. We'll, we'll announce it, on it here N4G. on Nation. It's, it's happening. Yeah, put it on, <laughs> we'll put it on the top ten list on N4G. Top ten reasons that we know Gravity Rush 2 is happening. Or no, we have to, wait to make it so it's... Uh, so Top ten reasons that we think that Gravity Rush 2 is going to happen.
1: No, 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 no! If you put "we know gravity," that's that's oh, enough. Yeah, that's true. That'll get that'll be top of M4G yeah. right there.
0: I I, just, I dreamt <laughs> it. That's how I know. Uh, let's see. Number two, Minecraft look like looks like it's going to come to the PS3 later this year. Do you think Vita is likely? I I would say depending on how it does on PS3. I, actually, I think it would come to Vita before it would go to PS3. Honestly, but I think it's a viable possibility. Sure. Yeah, I mean, with the touchscreen and everything else. Uh, What about Terraria Vita? That was already announced. Terraria is coming to the Vita later this year. Uh, Number four, my 60-hour save on Persona 4 Golden corrupted itself. Ooh. Not a question, but I'm sure you can feel my pain. Yeah, you see, if you had PlayStation Plus, you could Uh have uploaded that to the cloud, and you wouldn't have had to worry about it. Man, I, I have saying. to
1: say, I do love that. I, I do too. plug in my Vita. My Vita, <clears throat> everything gets plugged in on my stand right next to my bed Yeah. Uh, every night. And I wake up and I unplug the Vita and it says, this save, all these saves were uploaded. Yep. And I go, yeah,
2: <laughs> this
0: is great. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And then he says, love the show, but so does everyone. Oh, how little you know.
1: <laughs> Not everyone. Not everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, we haven't gotten any hate mail lately. I kind of miss it.
1: Oh, uh, well, we'll get some. We used to, so I, I still
0: it. remember that one. We were just talking about it at, uh, at MGC again this year where we got that one after we had Roy on the show. And some girl said that, or woman said that uh, she listened to the show <laughs> because Roy was on. And I say bitch too much, and she, because I was like, hey, bitches, or whatever. And she takes it as me calling a woman a bitch, I guess. No, but she like was saying, I'm not going to listen to your show anymore because you say bitch too much. I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Because I'm 40, I'm not going to change. So I still love that one.
1: Yeah. So, all right, on to the next one. This is from John. Uh, He says, hey, guys, I love the show. I've been listening since episode 200. We're sorry. My 200. Okay, I'll go with that. (laughs) I used to buy used games all the time up until about a year ago. I now buy all my games new. Hmm. Now I do not buy any used games because I want to support the developers. Excellent. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, I was wondering your opinion on something. Did the developers make more money from me purchasing discs or if I download from the PSN?
0: Uh, it's no difference. I'm,
1: yeah. He says, I'm thinking PSN makes them more money because of no packaging. Am I on the right track? Mm. Actually, PSN probably makes the publisher more money.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but it depends on what, what cut Sony takes out of all that. Uh, on top of it, um, just wondering. Please let me know your thoughts. Well, that's a good question. Are our thoughts. It is a good question. Uh, I don't know if we'd get a straight answer out of anybody, <laughs> but it it is a good question, hmm. um, especially for somebody who's doing it because they want the developer to get the maximum amount of revenue they can. Well, but it's know?
0: also. I mean, there's a lot of ifs in there. I mean, y- y- I would I would assume we're talking just full games. Or, you know, full disc-based games that are available digitally as well.
1: Uh, That's my assumption because he's saying, should I buy a Mm. disc or should I buy it? He didn't specifically state this, but what I got out of this is he's saying, uh, would the developer get more money if I buy the physical disc or if I download it from the PSN?
0: Wow, that's a really interesting question. It is. I could ask around. I don't think I'll ever get a straight answer, though.
1: Exactly. Although I that will say this, I
0: mean depending on the state you live in, if and if you have a big enough hard drive, if you do it digital you don't pay tax. Just saying. That's true. Yeah. But you know, do then you gotta you download tax? the damn thing. Do I know? Okay. Wisconsin well, yeah, no, tried to and it got overturned. Thank you, Scott Walker. Yeah. We <laughs> live in Scott Walker's America. i got to explain that, by the way, to because start we were, that again? me and Sam were doing that. But Sa- that was when Sam was <sighs> at MGC last year, the whole union thing was happening with Scott Walker here in Wisconsin. So Sam's big meme of the weekend was, well, not in Scott Walker's America, you know, just joking around. Well, then, of course, <laughs> Sam was here this year, and we went out. And sure enough, he and I just started the whole not in Scott Walker's America thing. But it's just a joke, folks. We're not getting real political. It's just kind of a running running joke so luckily we haven't gotten any emails about that either but yeah it, it sounded like we were getting all political last week but it wasn't it was just it's a joke because <laughs> i voted for walker okay. so <laughs>
1: okay and, and john's psn id is x-eyed p X-E-Y-E-D-P-E-A. no
0: it's cross-eyed p
1: no it's x-i well p. but
0: it means cross-eyed
1: p <laughs> no it's x-i-d <X-eyed> p <laughs> It's, it's Z- Zayed P. Zayad P. <laughs> X-E-Y-E-D-P-E-A. Zayed P. Jeez. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, this next one is from Andrew, and he says, So I've been listening to you guys now for a bit. Uh, I think since about 150. That's a little bit more than a bit. <laughs> oh, oh,
3: oh,
1: he's got you beat, John. He's got you beat by 50. Well, see, He's got you beat by a full year.
0: I would, I would tell oh. you to go back and listen to the old ones, but eh, you don't want to do that. Uh, and as, as of this day, still I'm am amazed that more people haven't found their way to listen to you guys. So here's my question. Why haven't you guys done a review for Tomb Raider yet? Also, do you think that there's <laughs> another title that will come out that will possibly beat it out for Game of the Year? Yeah, I think Bioshock will. Uh, yeah, I understand it's still early, but wow, keep up the great work! And one more thing, go bear. Oh, I'm not saying it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you already did. No,
0: I didn't. I didn't finish the word.
1: <laughs> Bears. No,
0: you can say it all you want. You're 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 a fair weather fan anyway. So, uh, no, we didn't do Tomb Raider because they didn't send it. Uh, the PR rep actually told the third party to send it, and they never did. So uh, we never got it. Uh, Amazon had yeah. Amazon had it on sale for 42 bucks, and I bought it. So it showed up. Although I think you were supposed to do the review for that,
1: weren't you? Or who was? I was supposed to do Hitman and Tomb Raider. Yeah, we didn't get either of them. Neither of them came. Yeah, yeah because it was a third-party thing with Square Enix, and it got screwed
2: up.
0: Because actually the PR rep is, is a pretty good friend of ours, so, yeah. but I didn't want to bother she's her She's great. That. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh,
1: but the third-party people who were handling this <sighs> did not do yeah. us right, and we didn't get either of them, so... That's why there were no reviews up. Yeah, I've mentioned we're it to her. busy with the ones we did get. Exactly.
0: Um, so, I mean, it's in the back burner. Somebody will play it eventually. Um, I'm not sure because we're supposed to be – another one that didn't show up that we were told was coming. I even got the email with all the details was that Army of Men – or Army of Two – Army of Men. Army of Two. Army of Two uh, um, cartel, whatever. Um, shit, what's it called? Something cartel. Uh, the Devil's Cartel. Uh, that was supposed to show up last week and it didn't, so I emailed the guy and let him know, but, uh, if that shows up, I'll probably do the review for that, but I think I'll probably be able to burn through that, but, um, I'll probably end up doing Term- Tomb Raider since I bought it. I don't know. Cause I mean, once I get the God of War one written, I think I'm, I, I've got some smaller ones I got to take care of, but I'll probably start working on that. And then The Last of Us you're doing, and that comes out in June. Uh,
1: June already? Well, I know. Okay. Uh, so well, that might that beat far. out uh, Tomb Raider for Game of the Year. I
0: could very well beat that game off for Game of the Year. Um, yeah, I I didn't expect much from Tomb Raider. I, I liked what I saw at E3, but uh, the whole hub thing that they were doing, um, I didn't think they were doing as well as like Batman Arkham City, because that's what it really uh, uh, kind of seemed like to me. Uh, but I'm hearing good things, and, and obviously the game's reviewing very well. So uh, definitely want to try that out. I'll probably play that before I get Bioshock, so... I'll, I'll make that statement at least, but yeah, we just didn't review because we didn't receive it, and we have we literally get like at least a couple games a week for review, like PSN wise or full games, so we have to handle those before we handle anything else.
1: So, hence me playing Tiger Woods for twenty hours straight. <laughs> no
0: shit. Well, I mean, look at how much time I put into to baseball. I mean, that first weekend I put I think twenty eight hours into it, and I was yeah. playing it all week. So yeah, it's. Uh, but, I mean, when the games are that complex, there's so much in those sports games now, it just takes forever. Uh,
1: That's the thing. I didn't want to leave anything out of Tiger Woods. There are yeah. so many different little things, and I needed to check it all out and make sure that it's different, that it's the same, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and I also wanted to wait. Like, I didn't think we were going to get this done, but I couldn't get to the pro shop or get to – like, all the online was shut off until the game launched. yeah. So I couldn't get into any of that stuff and mess with it anyway.
0: But it's kind of nice we got it early. EA Sports has really been treating us well the last few years. They've been yeah. awesome. Yeah. So our thanks to them, seriously, because um, I thought that when Rob left, they would kind of leave us behind because Rob really used to take care of us. But they've been awesome. They've they've always supported us for Extra Life and everything. They've They've just been great. So no matter what we think of the games, EA Sports themselves have been nothing but great to us.
1: Yep. So and yes, actually I I did uh, well I did the NHL thirteen review on the podcast. Yeah. And I was kinda of brutal on it. <laughs> yeah. Um I am going to get a written review up. I do plan on getting a written review. I know it's it's I had <laughs> we talked about this offline. I yeah I spent hours writing up a review. I did it all um oh, on the way to work. And it was on Word pa- or Word- WordPress, WordPress. Uh, like their app. And it it <clears throat> failed. It didn't upload. It got lost and reverted to an old copy of it that was nothing. That was just basic bare bones notes.
0: So you know what and I've been doing on my tablet lately, if I'm writing stuff? I use a separate local like writing app.
1: Yeah. That's what and I'm then I doing. I just copy too. paste
0: it up when I'm, when I'm on connectivity. Yeah. Cause I've had that problem too. I've had, I lost one before too.
1: Yeah. It just, so. it killed me. Like I had this whole thing. It was almost complete and I was, God. I was so proud of it because I had worked in everything that I had talked about, but I elaborated on a lot of it and I felt better about the review. I was going to give it like a slightly better score and everything. And then I lost the whole thing and I just lost all momentum with it. I was like, ah. Oh. I, t- yeah. I don't, I'm not going to rewrite that right now. I was just so upset. <laughs> I, I feel your I,
0: pain because I mean, I <sighs> hate writing to begin with. And when I get on a roll, I get on a roll and I get it done, but I can't imagine yeah. going back and writing a review, the same review I just wrote. Cause number one, it'd probably be completely different.
1: Exactly. And number two, it
0: takes so long. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I haven't gotten back to it. I do want to do it. Maybe I'll do it when the playoffs start you know there you go. to you know they at the NHL playoffs start and let's let's get into it or maybe by the Stanley Cup I don't know we'll see <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do plan on getting a written one up there cuz i would like to get one up there um i actually i i started doing the screen capture stuff yeah uh i did a crap load of it for tiger woods like in the first like 3 hours of it i was just capture 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 nice. um when i tried to pull them into photoshop it crashes yeah. photoshop Are you serious? Like, the JPEG, whatever it's saving them as, whatever the software saves them as, whatever weird JPEG thing it's doing, it crashes my Photoshop every time I try to open any of them.
0: That's weird.
1: So I can't do anything with them. Like, I was going to use one and cut it down because I was like, ooh, now I can make the banner that I want to make because it'll be my own picture and I can do... So I have to find a different way to do this, but um, hmm. I will have you know going forward, I will have actual in-game screenshots for all these reviews, uh, which is freaking badass. So <laughs> if, you know, if I didn't need it to with.
0: record Ubercaster, I'd send you my old MacBook Pro, you could use that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I can. I mean, there's there's ghetto ways around it. Like I can, you know. I can bring the picture up in like Windows picture viewer and do yeah. a screenshot and pull it in and you oh, know because if I'm that. no but if I'm just I'm only going to do that for the banner you know yeah. like I don't need them in Photoshop for any other reason I'll I'll put them in the article and um you know uh shrink them down sure. not actually shrink them but scale them you know so <laughs> that they which we have to teach our writers about <laughs> how to properly scale a picture. Well,
2: so I'm we, not
0: very good at it either, so I'm not going to yeah, blame us them. So, yeah,
1: I, I need to teach everybody how to do that because when yeah, you, you click on it, then it should show the full size instead of just showing the little tiny scaled down one. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but I I need to get that written up as well. So
0: yeah, you do. Quit your bitching and write the, it up. Yeah,
1: on to the next mm-hmm. email. Jonathan right. Bloom. Hey, Glenn. Yeah, this was Josh. funny. Yeah. First up, Glenn, I am Jonathan Bloom, and I am the one that had Stephen come up to you at MGC and say hello for me. <laughs> Wish I could have been there.
0: He came up to me, and he's like, are you Glenn? I'm like, yeah. He goes, Jonathan Bloom says hi. I'm like, okay.
2: <laughs> I didn't know who he was.
0: And I, I started thinking, because I, I recognized the name. I don't know if if he's emailed us before or something like that, or if I've met him. And if I forgot, I'm sorry. I'm just terrible at names. But I sat there for like five minutes and I started looking through my emails. I'm like, have I got an email from him before? And just trying to figure it out. I went to his website because he's got a blog out there. like, oh, that doesn't help. I felt so bad. But anyway, that was cool. It was, it was funny. We had, we had a good time with it.
1: Cool. <laughs> um, well, this is good. I'm glad somebody brought this up because I forgot about this. Uh, have you heard about the patent to add trophies to non-trophy games which could include early PS3 games, PS2 games, and PS1 games? There was an article on IGN uh, because there was a patent that was filed. Again, it's another one of those patents uh, that may or may not ever have anything happen with it, but if this is one of those things that they add in, this is one of those things they announce at E3, holy Mm. crap. Um... Essentially what it is, is it, they patented a way to sort of trophy patch a game without actually patching the game itself. Like, you put a disc in, it reads the disc, it knows what disc it is, and then it does the stuff in the back end and says, here's trophies for it. And you can play the game and unlock trophies as you're playing it. Right. Which would be freaking amazing. <laughs> Because then they don't have to worry about developers and the time to go back in and patch all these games and do the updates, and you know, they all come down to your hard drive and do the whole thing. That's why nobody was doing them for any of those older games. Like, right, uh, Insomniac said we don't have time to go back and patch Resistance One or Ratchet right, and Clank because right. who, who cares? Um, but if this was done, whoo, that could be badass, it could be interesting. Um, now he says, this excites me, and it may be proof that Sony wants trophies to stay for PS4. The trophies will be on PS4.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, they even showed them at in the, the demo screenshots. At. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In the screenshots of the new uh, UI, your trophies are there. Your yeah. trophy levels, everything is there. They're definitely going to be there.
0: <laughs> we still don't have that cool trophy room from home, though.
1: No. No. What's and saying? that was one thing that was not talked about at all. Home was home. never mentioned, and it's not seen anywhere. I yeah, It'll wonder, be there.
0: Uh, it'll wonder. be there, because it makes a lot of money.
1: I hope so. I mean, there was no mention of it, and there's no hint of it in any of the screenshots. Uh, I know that it's not something that go. oh, yes, and Home is coming. Everybody be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, no. But well, there, yeah, there's yeah. a hardcore community that, that a freaking huge loves Home. It's a huge community,
0: too, dude. It's not yeah. as... Yeah, it's big.
1: I know. I know. But the, the general attitude towards home is and if you mention home on any forum or any comment section, it's oh yeah, I went in home when it first launched and it sucked and I never went back. Yep. That's the comments you're gonna see in every single one of them. Um I've gone in since then and it's actually doesn't suck. I mean, no, there's it's- some really cool <laughs> stuff. In- Speaking There's of which, they really added stuff, Doctor yeah. Who in there. i got to get in there. Oh, of course. And I missed Doctor Who tonight. Good thing I recorded it because the new season started, yo.
2: <laughs>
1: so we got to do that. Quit talking yeah. to Cade. Tell him about Sh- home since Shush. you're talking to him on Twitter.
0: <laughs> I actually, well, I, I mentioned something to him and I, I, I said, I I didn't say anything directly, but I we would just talk about home every now and then because we got to get another video on there soon. And I keep saying oh. that and saying it, but I just haven't had time. Yeah. But, um, no, I've been in there a couple times lately, and, and I remember we saw a couple of games at E3 last year, and we were playing them, and, and and they purposely didn't tell you that they were in home. And we were playing yeah. the games, I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty good, you know, and this is yeah. kind of a neat game, never heard of this. And they're like, oh, yeah, because it's in PlayStation Home. And I'm like, what? Because they put in a whole new engine in there for for the games developers to use, and it's
1: pretty darn cool. I, yeah, there are some it. really really good uh arcade games in there
0: yeah definitely
1: so and the the last email is just the (laughs) joke one for you essentially
0: yeah we were we were joking around about having like what 20 listeners in wisconsin or something and it's from uh ty swakowski and he says hey guys just wanted to let you know that i live in appleton wisconsin and am most likely the one listener here he's wrong though Uh, I just thought you would want to know that, yes, I was cracking up at the Walker jokes. Uh, Anyways, guys, love the show and keep it up. I know at least three more people listen to the show in Appleton. Uh, One of them actually worked at the bank I work at, or he works at the bank that I used to work at. I went to lunch with him uh, once even. And uh, I know of two or three in Oshkosh. I know of three or four in Stevens Point, which was funny when I went down to get my phone replaced at the Sprint store in Appleton. and. I don't remember the guy's name. I I apologize, but it was right before I was going to either GDC or E3 or something like that. And my phone crapped out on me and I, uh, went into the store and we were talking about something and it came up and he pulled out his phone and he had PS nation on his phone. (laughs) That was weird. But no, there's, there's a few in Wisconsin. There's, there's a few, we, we meet a few every year at MGC too. Uh, Oh shit. What was his name? Um, Oh, I feel so bad now. Uh, another guy came down from Appleton with his son on Sunday at MGC and talked to him for a while. I'll remember it right after we hang up. I swear. God darn it. Um, yeah, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's Wisconsin. What else are you gonna do during the winter? <laughs> you sit in the house and listen to podcasts, <laughs> or go out exactly. in the five feet of snow.
1: What Ugh, is there to do in suck. Wisconsin?
0: Shut your podcast. hole. A lot to do here. Eat cheese. Go to go to cheese tastings.
1: Gus. You cheese eating surrender monkey. <laughs> <laughs> you don't surrender for anything. Uh go to the bar, you, go on the boat. You, you cheese eating Scott Walker lover.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, no, that was uh, yeah, we were joking around a lot last weekend. That was fun though. Alright, well let's get the uh look I don't even have to talk about MGC anymore. I don't have to pimp it out to all everyone at all times. So Yeah
1: you do. Twenty fourteen, yo.
0: 2014. Josh won't be there either. I'm sure. I hope not. <laughs> you fucker. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we'll start talking about. Uh, well, we'll start talking about E3 soon. My extra belt, Life, sure, yo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just thinking about that because I started thinking about extra life for a couple things. Uh, did, I don't remember did, what it did, was. Did,
1: I need yeah. addresses for the posters.
0: I'm still waiting on uh, somebody. Won two of them, and I sent him an People. email. and He still has not email me back. I know. I got
1: to. I... You poster winners. Get us your addresses so I can send them to you.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, we're actually waiting for a couple more, but uh, I was going to start sending stuff out this week, but I haven't had time. But uh, starting Wednesday, I'm going to start sending stuff out. So that's when it's going to happen because I got to start saving cash for Belgium. Oh, boy. Six weeks I go to Belgium. Uh, and, and let's talk about that really quick. Um, we were talking about having like a co-host on with Josh for a couple weeks while I'm gone to Belgium. But And I think I brought this up last week because um, we're thinking about maybe doing a couple of kind of themed shows that we're going to pre-record. And uh, we have to figure out, but Mark actually said he'd do one with us. So maybe like yeah, a retro Yeah, I like that idea
1: better. I think that we do. That was your idea, yeah. Yeah, well, that's why I like it. <laughs> well,
0: no, I, I, I don't want it to. I don't want it to seem like you know this show can't go on without me or something. You know, but
1: no, but I think it would be fun, and it would be nice to have a couple weeks off. <laughs> it would be fun to. Oh wait, like I just had. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but it would be fun <clears throat> to do, you know, like. Smodcast, they get to do live shows and they bank them and then they're there and then when they need a week off because something is happening or they want a week off, they just play one of the live shows. Well, all right. Until somebody pays us to come out and do live shows. Exactly. Uh (laughs) We can just, when we find time, we can just do a couple of, you know, themed shows, like maybe a spoiler show for something, maybe retro show, maybe you know, whatever. Just do a couple shows like that. Get Mark on. Uh, well, I'm thinking with we'll Mark, we're going
0: to have to do a retro show because all he does is play 3DS now.
1: Well, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, we the idea was that we would at least do a couple for when you go to Europe. And then yeah. we've just got a couple of shows to throw in there and we're good to go. And we don't have to worry about finding a co-host for me or whatever. Right. Or me quitting or...
0: No, MGC's <laughs> past. You can't do that now. Well, that can only happen during yo. MGC. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so yeah, we have to, we have to figure that out, but it would be, I think it would be kind of neat to, to do something like that. Oh, and we still have to get our, 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 uh, extra life winner. Yeah. We need for, to get him chair on. Yeah.
0: Actually, I'm going to, now in. that I'm, now that it's kind of evened out here, I'm going to talk to him actually probably this week and try to figure out a day. So yeah, we'll get him on the show. So, yeah, um, so we're going to think about that. I mean, if you guys have an idea of what you want to hear in, like, a themed show, email us. Uh, Send that to podcast.psnation.org and and let us know maybe what you'd like to hear Uh, because we're going to do a couple. So we can do something with Mark and we can do something on our own Uh, or even get a different guest on or something. Who knows? Uh, So send emails to podcast.psnation.org. You can leave us a voicemail on Skype at wdt torgo do free to look for our Facebook group. Uh, just type in PS Nation when you do your search. Uh, look for us on the Stitchers, just go to the video game section. We're actually usually pretty far up on the list. It's pretty cool. So I think we're getting some pretty good performance on Stitcher there. You can find us both on Twitter. You can find uh, Josh Alone out there on Twitter at PJF Josh or the main account at PS3Nation. We're almost at five or ten thousand users. We're like five hundred some away. So tell your friends to, to to add us so we can have that K behind our number. Uh don't forget our, our podcast network over at Retroids.com, uh who graciously had the awesome room at MGC for everybody to use. Uh it was it was an absolute blast as usual. Uh don't forget our sponsors at dot psnation slash PS Sign up for a free trial and, and you get a free book out of the deal out of over a hundred thousand audible books. And uh, even if you quit before the trial's up, you get to keep that book. So pretty badass uh, deal there. Uh, don't forget our merch store, our new ninja shirt over there. couple of shirts. Head over to Zazzle.com slash PSNation. Uh, I got to buy one of those myself this week because I love that shirt. Uh, and our friends at It Is Written who uh, gracefully gave us our music to use. You can find them at uh, MySpace, <laughs> if MySpace even exists anymore, and at Facebook. And uh, their new <laughs> album's up on iTunes and at CD Baby. Uh, also, next week we will have Chris uh, McGuinn, I believe, or yeah, Chris uh, from Drinkbox Studios on the show to talk about Guacamole, which hits next Tuesday. So you'll be able to hear the interview as uh, as the game is, is coming out. So get all the details on that, and um, we're going re- actually going to record that on Wednesday this week and uh, have that ready for the show. So uh, I guess until next week, wow, man, 202 minutes. Oh, Well, that'll get shortened down. Till next week, we'll talk to you soon. Get out there, play some games. This is what happens when Josh is back on the show. Uh, We'll talk to you soon. Thanks much.
3: My mother's a hardcore Catholic. She has an oscillating Jesus fan in the living room. (laughs) I'm dead. Your fault. (laughs) That's the symbol of a Catholic religion, Jesus, hanging on a cross and he died for your sins. They told me that when I was a little boy, like, Jesus died for you, Adam. Oh! (laughs) What have I done? (laughs) I couldn't go to church. I was terrified. I always pictured Jesus doing this. You happy now? <laughs> At least Buddha was a fat guy flipping a pizza like, Who's hungry? Rub my belly for luck. There's no judgments here. Lucky numbers 2, five, eleven, forty. See, I'm of the belief that there's one God, but there's many different religions, so it's just a question which long distance company you picked. <laughs> the Pope came to New York. You see him? He's cute, isn't he? <laughs> a little German Pope. Yeah, he's cute, but he's got that look in his eye, you know. I can't explain it. It's just kinda like <laughs> You know, you don't know what he's thinking, like it took Poland in 27 days. <laughs> He's gonna snap any minute, man. Especially like when it comes to reform or something. There will be no changes. There will be no women priests. Boys will not kiss boys, and nobody wears a condom. Jesus loves you. Name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, (laughs) Him. Nobody saw that. Hogan, get the car. God's going to get us all killed terrorists convince thousands of people to kill themselves in the name of God. I can't convince two of my friends to help me move. (laughs) And I think human arrogance will be the demise of civilization. Look, if you think God is talking to you and you understand God and God needs you to kill somebody else for him, if that's what you truly feel, just sit down till that feeling goes away. Because I'm fairly certain if God wants somebody dead, that guy is dead, okay? He don't need you. He's got the key to the lightning cabinet. So just settle down, you arrogant, finite, carbon-based life form. Really hardcore religious people that can't accept someone else's nonviolent code of conduct are dangerous to society, and they smell fucking awful. I don't, know. I don't know what the correlation is. The closer people think they get to God, the further away from soap and water they have to be. <laughs> No matter what religion it is, I sat next to a Hasidic Jew on a plane. I tried to roll down the window at 30,000. <laughs> it suck. Are you kidding me? Can't you pray and bathe at the same time? I met a Maharishi from India. He smelled like curried shit. so bad my nose spoke. <laughs> my nose actually said, What is that? <laughs> Tell the eyes to find a way out and get the feet moving. <laughs> Namas go. <laughs> I met a hippie chick from Berkeley. She stuck I still slept with
2: her. What's this? (laughs)